Yar. 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 <laughs> Welcome, you mate. It's to the Shack News Pirate Cast. Yar. Uh, I like Sea of Thieves. Yeah, you do. I haven't played it yet. I've been putting stickers on Lola's pictures on Twitter. I've seen that. And she looks adorable as a pirate. Those are very memeable images you've been cranking out. Basically, we ran we ran that story this week about it. If you don't like Sea of Thieves, you don't like video games. Yeah. And all the people are like, that's a dumb headline, or that's stupid, or biased media. <laughs> like, all those replies on Twitter, I just keep tagging them with pictures of Lola dressed as a pirate. Yeah. And I'd say about 85 five percent of the time people are being like you know what you're right yeah <laughs> you have convinced a picture is worth a thousand words yes yeah, and so- you lola our third co-host you've, you're convincing people you, yeah i mean it's hard to argue with a cute puppy dressed as a pirate yeah i guess i'm gonna have to wait until march to try this game since the beta is over the closed beta is over oh you think they'll do an open one i would hope so uh, yeah i think they yar. need yar it would make sense if, yeah. if you want this game to be successful you need to you need to make sure these servers there. are ready to ramp yeah especially if you're microsoft and you got the azure cloud powering you <laughs> you should be able powered by the cloud by that cloud brought to you by the cloud oh my god lola you're so freaking cute red sea at night sailors delight red clouds in the morning Sailors. red sky in the morning sailors warning sailors take warning that's right that's right you know how i learned that by watching deadliest catch oh really mm-hmm. i read it i think i read it in a story or saw it in a movie or... it's an old sailors it, it is tale it, it's not it, it makes its I, way into stories yeah yeah across all mediums yeah, yeah. also just that's <laughs> look at this ridiculousness <laughs> you are just so happy right She's now thrilled happiest puffy on earth right now She just like doesn't care nope not She's a care like, of the yeah, world. There. Chat cast is her favorite. She's like, I can't believe how long it's been since uh, I was on a chat cast. Ah, uh, the chat cast is back. Yay. Do it for chat cast. Y'all, and belly rubs. Yo, ho, yo, ho, a pirate's life for me. We pillage, we plunder, we rifle and loot. Drink up, me hearties, yo, ho. We kidnap and ravage and don't give a hoot. Drink up, me hearties, yo, ho. Yo, ho, yo, ho, a pirate's life for me. We extort, we pilfer, we filch and sack, drink up, me hearties, yo-ho. Marauding and bezel and even hijack, drink up, me hearties, yo-ho. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. We kindle and char, inflame and ignite, drink up, me hearties, yo-ho. We burn up the city, we're really a fright, drink up, me hearties, yo-ho. We're rascals, scoundrels, villains and maids, drink up, me hearties, yo-ho. We're devils and black sheep, really bad eggs, drink up, me hearties, yo-ho. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. We're beggars and flyers and ne'er do well cats. Drink up, me hearties, yo ho. I but we're loved by our mommies and dads. Drink up, me hearties, yo ho. Welcome to the Shackcast, the official Shack News podcast of Shack News. Not fake news, Shack News. Do it for Shack News. The Do realest, it for Shack News. The realest gaming news around. And now some other stuff. We got news stories about all sorts of stuff. Yeah. It's only February 2nd and the year is hopping. It's going crazy. Yeah. So I'm your host, Asif Khan, I'm CEO of Shack News, editor-in-chief of Shack News, chief puppy wrangler of Shack News. Uh, I do a bunch of other stuff. Chief remover of advertising of yeah. Shack News. That falls under your janitorial duties. I You're guess cleaning I, yeah. up. I'm the janitor. You are cleaning up 
bad advertisers. If I were a pro wrestler, I would be the janitor. The janitor. You know. The cleaner. The cleaner. <laughs> you know, whatever. Your finisher is the clean sweep. Yeah, the, like, yeah. The clean sweep would We're be putting good. together, this is your character for uh, Chris Gerard's next uh, simulated match in WWE 2K18. Yeah, he has me as a face, and really, I need to do you it. You need to be a heel, dude. You're a I heel. need a heel And turn. I say that with the utmost respect. I need to You're do a, a heel. heel. My favorite wrestlers have been heels. Yeah. So with me is usually but not that frequently uh, back lately. after a long absence back, back i yeah. should say yeah we had one episode without you but we, we've been kind of on a hiatus for the past month but not really we I'm, I'm the i'm the the missing link we you slid, needed me we slid in greg for an episode <laughs> you know and out and out in vegas how many screens was he in front of at the time none really yeah no screens i had no screens on in the room okay Michael Wang was playing my switch in the corner. He was playing tiny metal. That just reinforces that Michael Wang doesn't want to be on a podcast, but he wants to consume them. Yeah. And so, I, I respect that. So yeah, David, you're back. I'm, ba- yeah, you're I'm our, back. You're our, we call you a features editor, but really you're like a book writer. Yeah. Uh, I would say you're, we'll come up with a title for it. I'm still catching up on sleep from rocket jump is title to be determined right yeah title to be determined. sleep deprived official se- sleep deprived editor at check news at check news senior right. sleep deprived editor yes I don't know Ozzy also up late so who knows yeah that dude's and, up later than I am and he's senior editor yeah he's senior editor so he has his title we're still figuring your new one out now I, I know you're like the oldest crew member at shack you're gonna be 37 this month i'm gonna be 36 in march next month i guess Uh but i i feel like i'm the oldest i was up earlier this week and last week shooting a video for an as yet unannounced crowd funded project Uh and we had to stay up late because we live right near like a high traffic high volume road and so there would be all this noise in the background so we were up at like shooting at like one two man i can't do that I can't because here's why I used to be a night owl. In fact, I still am. I have to force myself to go to bed. I usually go to uh-huh. bed between 10 and 12. But the thing is, I always wake up between six and eight. No matter how late I go to bed, I wake up early. Oh, So Ozzy has me beat. Ozzy can stay up until like one, two, three. Yeah, I don't know is, if he sleeps in or what. The thing is, Ozzy is in California. He's in California. So, so technically two o'clock here is only 11 o'clock there yeah that okay and then he's up that's around true. eight or nine that's true california time okay so it's like it's not like he's up super late oh it's just that's that true there are the west coast times there going are, are yeah. sometimes randomly though where it'll be like 3 a.m yeah on the west coast and ozzy pops in with a breaking news story like I, last night he was writing about cause her eye yeah it was like two in the morning here yeah but it's still late it's, yeah, it's still yeah. Okay, eleven o'clock out there. I don't know. Maybe I can't. I can't remember what time it was. But I. I no, was there here. are times where I'll check the website in the morning. I'll see like Ozzy Mejia posted at four a.m. Yeah. Pacific. I was here, on the couch, passing out yeah. or passed out right. when I got the little bong from Slack and. <laughs> I I looked over and it was Kaz Harai is out as CEO of Sony. I was like, my God. Yeah. And I read the article and so it's like, it looks good to go, Ozzy. And then I went upstairs and went to bed. Yeah. Because <laughs> like this couch is very comfortable. It is very comfortable, and but there's also like your command post here. It is. It's one. It's one command. One command post. This is the comfier of the command posts. Okay. Yeah. This, this is, couch is awesome. This yeah. thing's like the size of a twin bed or something. Yeah. It's a massive couch. Yeah. It's got all sorts of fluffy pillows and stuff on it. Lowell is usually crashed here with me. So it's it's hard for me to just run upstairs, yeah. you know, at the end yeah. of the night. I end up down here a lot of the time. I'm right. probably working too hard. 
It could be a sign of that. Yeah, I would say. I'm never really not at work because I work at home. You deal with the same thing. I do. You know, so it's like you have to designate areas for work. But at the same point, I just want to be comfortable at home. For sure. For sure. And it's like I use a MacBook for work and for just regular internet stuff. Yeah. Not for games, though. Across the oh, house, no. you have your gaming PC. Yeah, I have like there, your Windows gaming PC. It's very divided. Yeah, there is no PC in this room. Right, there's a PC in that room. There's yeah. more than one PC in that room. The games, yeah, and you have your consoles. A lot of consoles All, in there too. Like, yeah, I, I have a gaming area there. Yeah. I do have a Switch dock there. But you have, and you have one here. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's right? a good move. So yeah. it's like I I can play Switch in either room. Yeah. Good um, call. Good call. But yeah, that is that's become the office. That's more like the gaming office. This is more just I can hang out during the day in here and be able to get my work done. Yeah. Uh, but I do like writing on a MacBook more than a PC. I'm coming around to it. Yeah, there are a lot of little quirks of Mac that I had to learn, but that I've really taken to. Yeah. It's just I don't know. It's it, and they they make really nice devices. They do. They're very nice to look at. They're smaller. You know it's silly to say that but like when you compare it to like the size of like an asus republic of gaming laptop oh yeah yeah macbook is very nice and sleek so that's the thing uh i bought a new laptop before e3 last year Mm -hmm. and i bought it specifically for writing so i did research what's the best laptop for writing it was macbook air they said you know get a pro but if you want something that's really portable Really lightweight. You won't even realize you're carrying it. MacBook Air. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, you don't need a lot of memory. You don't need a lot of storage. You're just writing. Yeah, I really like my MacBook Air. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I, I don't. I've never owned an Air, but I've been living by the MacBook Pro for over ten years. You know, what sold me on the Air is it doesn't have that damn touch panel at the top of the keyboard. Yeah. That was a big plus for me. I don't want that thing. It's stupid. You hate that. It's a complete waste of space. Yeah. And they haven't mentioned it since they launched it. Right. Because it's not 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 a good thing. It's solving a problem that didn't exist. Yeah. But uh, we can come back to crapping all over Apple if you want to. For sure. But I wanted to... We haven't talked since the Game of the Year announcement, since the Shaq News Awards. Mm Mm-hmm. So... I think we can declare the Shaq News Awards were a great success. They were a great success. They did not live up to the original vision that we had on the podcast, but that was because we didn't have enough time. Well, but in a way they did. We wanted to honor, last year was the year of the games, and Uh we wanted to come up with a lot of different categories to honor games that might get overlooked because there was just this cornucopia of great games last year. Yes. And I feel like everybody's front runners is kind of the same list. You know, everybody loves Zelda or Mario or PUBG or Horizon. It was kind of the same list. Uh-huh. And I, you know, we wanted to mention a lot of games that might get overlooked mm-hmm. otherwise. And we came up with a lot of really fun categories to accomplish that. Yeah, like best indie, Hellblade. Yeah. Have you gotten a chance to play that? I haven't gotten to play Hellblade yet. Okay. That's going to be one that you should try out. Okay. Um, you can try it out over here if you want. But yeah, it's just experiencing it, seeing what they did with sound design. They deserved awards. Yeah. They weren't the best game, but they won Indie Game of the Year. They won Best Sound Design. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, you had uh, Persona 5 won Best PS4 Exclusive. Yeah. Right? Beating Horizon. Right? Yes. Beating Uncharted. Yeah. You know, so it, it beat some games for us because, you know, it, it was a very unique JRPG. They did something different. 
I pushed hard for uh, Shovel Knight Spectre of Torment as best expansion mm-hmm. because I feel standalone like standalone DLC. Standalone DLC. That was the yeah. category. And I felt like Plague of Torment was their first expansion pack. And that one was okay, but it was kind of a reskin of the original game with really difficult, kind of clunky controls. Yeah. Spectre of Torment, I loved because. I would say it's maybe better than Shovel Knight, and that's still one of the best platformers ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I wanted to see Spectre of Torment you know, get some, and some it, notice. And it did. Yeah. And you know, our the Elder Scrolls uh, Legends, right? the mobile game, mm-hmm. it was our mobile game of the year. They were stoked. Ed Boon tweeted at us about yeah. Injustice 2. That's awesome. Best fighting game. Right? That He was excited. Yeah. It, that's what I saw. Uh panic button our do it for shack news award winners we're so stoked to win those guys those are that's a bunch of cool people over there you know what i'm saying like they ported rocket league and doom on switch in the same year in the same quarter yes they did it for shack news yep and they were super excited they didn't win any other awards last year but they deserved one so we gave it to absolutely deserved one so it's like that's an achievement. Are they doing Wolfenstein too? Yeah, they, it just got announced a couple of weeks ago. That's cool. They will be doing the Wolfenstein port. That's and cool. Godspeed, because that's going to yes. be tough. Yeah. Because that game looks really good on PC. It does. And it does. It, it, I'm sure it won't look as good on Switch, but, you know, but I it'll think be that, portable. That's one reason Doom, that, that they succeeded in porting Doom to Switch, because the most important element of Doom was its game feel, was mm-hmm. that sense of speed and that fluidity going from enemy to enemy, you know, glory kill to glory kill, and they focused on that. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is what makes that game a great port. Yep. And it's uh, that's a game that is still being played by, by some people. Um, yeah. I, I dropped it. I played it. I was like, I'm happy this is here. The thing that's going on right now is there's too many games. Uh, and I yeah. already beat Doom. And Doom is an experience. Yes, it is. You know, you experience that game. You're angry at that game. You get fed up with that game. That game is a trial. It is. And then to play it again in handheld, there's going to be times where I want to do that. But right now, it's like an embarrassment of riches on the Switch. Yeah. You know, there's this... uh, We'll we'll get to it in a little bit. We're gonna have year games the sequel, I think. Oh, it might be a yearly thing. Yeah, it it might just be we're in this period where there's just a lot of games, right? And we need to honor them, right? Uh, but I think the Shack News Awards are here to stay. Absolutely, and we got some big plans for this year. Cool. Greg, yes, we do. Greg's trying to get us to have it in Southern California, but I'm like, why don't people want to come to Ohio? Right. Super affordable. Is there Swensons in Southern California? No. No. Then we're not going there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You heard it here, Greg. It's decided. Yeah. It is decided. It's decided. So, yeah. Um, game of the year. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Yes. It was Zelda. Of course it the was. The game is great. Yes. It's so good. It's so Everyone good. Everyone should play it. It's one of the most important games that come out in the past 10 years. It's the best Zelda ever. But, yes, it is the best Zelda ever. And there, I think we both had our number one picks are past. For you, it was A Link to the Past. For me, it was Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Breath of the Wild is best the Zelda. best. Yeah. Sorry. It is. Thanks for playing. That's right. Best Zelda ever. Yep. And you still haven't beaten it. No, I have not. What's going on, I'll man? I'll tell you exactly what's going on. So I have all four Divine Beasts down. Okay. I see all four of those red lasers pointing. Zelda's waiting at me, tapping her little no, slipper like, foot. She's No, she's there. Yeah, she's holding there. Holding off pure evil. Yeah. For over a hundred years And she's now. done a great job. But you're out there fishing, sure. cooking food, dancing through fields. Yes. 
riding your horse? There are these these crickets aren't going to catch themselves. You're like, oh look, a labyrinth. Yeah, maybe I should go solve this absurd ra- labyrinth puzzle. That there's I have to a jump motorcycle. Off a cliff to. I hear there's a motorcycle to drive. I oh, have to I can get a down. motorcycle. Yeah, I can make my sword more powerful. For sure. Zelda, she will appreciate these perks that I bring to the table when I eventually stroll into Ganon's castle and put him down. I don't think so. I think she will be so happy. I'll roll in on that motorcycle and she'll be like, damn, Link, it is good to see you. I've been fine. I've been holding it down. Yeah, I don't think that's how it's gonna go, man. I, I think you're, I think you're overestimating what she's she, been doing she's and how draining that she, is on her. I had amnesia. I've been through a lot. You've okay. been sleeping no, for a hundred years, but I lost all my memories. <laughs> it was a, it was a restorative, <laughs> recuperative process that I've been through. But you've beaten all the divine beasts. They're all down. So no, I shouldn't say beaten. You freed them. I freed them. So now they're on your side. I did smack him around too. You had to. Yeah. You got to show him who's boss. Yep. Ganon. There, there might have been there might have been some blights in there. Yes. That you had to remove. And I cast them out. I did. So you already know how to kill yes. this guy. I'm ready. You've killed this guy. Yeah. Four different four times. Different times. You've rid him from four different parts of this world. Mm-hmm. I helped Zelda. That was helpful. Zelda is there. No, you helped the 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 champions. Well, but what, Zelda you freed and I spirits. We're both selfless people, so she's probably like relaxed a little bit. She's like, you know what? He's helping other people. He's you doing a lot even of good. Have the glider. If her dad didn't want you to yes, save her, he does. But he never. You wouldn't be able to jump off a cliff and just go for <laughs> fun. He never put a time limit on. He's like, go right now. He was like. For when you save my daughter. And I was like, I don't know when that will be. Goodbye. And then I jumped off and glided away. I'm just saying, man, every time as I once I got close to the end. Yeah. Every time I looked at that castle, it made me feel bad that I wasn't going to save her. I have no such moral compunction. It wasn't even about saving her. It's yeah. about relieving her from whatever the heck she had been holding off because she's sitting there hand in the sky. Yeah. Holding off pure. That's evil what she's doing while you're. Yeah. Well, she has very good posture. I'm sure it's not a big deal. I don't think so. It's been a hundred years. Have you seen what the castle even looks like? Yes, I've been in the castle. I've been it's, in there twice. <laughs> and it's in rough shape. Yeah, it is in rough shape. But I and was the there. the music there. Doesn't the music, the music there it's just, just make you want to go save her? Obviously not. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I've been there twice, and I'll tell you why. Two very important missions. Okay, first, I had to go... And I had to get the Hylian shield. I needed that. Second, <laughs> someone was missing a recipe book, so I couldn't let that go. <laughs> so I went back the second time, and Zelda was like, Link, I sent you close. And I was like, you do. Goodbye. Because I had the recipe book, and I took it to them. You literally just went there for a recipe book and then ditched her? Yes. Dude. I killed some guardians on the way out, so. They're going to be back. They'll be back. There's been a couple blood moons since then, if I'm being honest, but. You know there was an actual super blood moon? Yes, yesterday? yes, yes. Amy and I got up really early, but we couldn't see it. It was so overcast. I just kept telling, and whenever I saw people posting about it, I was just like, please be careful, Link. <laughs> That's great. That was my, That's that was great. my go-to That's reaction great. about the blood moon yesterday. But do you want to know why I haven't beaten Breath of the Wild yet? Because it's the best game ever. Because it's the best game ever. I've played it for over 130 hours, so I felt like I could render an, inform, an informed opinion yeah. for Game of the Year. But I haven't beaten it because I honestly don't feel like... There's been this obsession for a long time with beating games. People really don't feel like you've experienced the game until you've beaten it. 
And I think that argument has some merit. But I'll tell you this. When I worked, when I wrote for IGN, I would get followers there who were like, oh, have you beaten this game? I'm like, it came out yesterday and I didn't review it. So no. And they're like, well, you got to beat it before the game next week comes out. And that's like, there's this, there's this rat race mm-hmm. in games, especially in a, in a year like 2017, where you've got to just chew through games because the sure. next big thing is right around the corner. And I feel like Breath of the Wild is one of those games... When I play Mario games, I play a level or a world, depending on how much time I have, and then I put it down. Because I, like, I love games that I can just go back to. Breath of the Wild is that for me. Mm-hmm. I love just being in that world. I'll do a few things, not save the princess, obviously, and then I'll, I'll put it down. I will beat it, but I'm having so much fun just doing other things. I can tell you, having beat it, yeah. I still come back to it and want to experience other things. I still want to finish all the shrines. I still want to get the DLC com- DLC uh, completed. Yeah. I want the motorcycle. But it's important <laughs> to knowing that game's true greatness to f- completing to that story. That story <clears throat> it it's like other games where it just the final boss really does make you feel good about everything that you've had to do. Okay. And I because there's people who complain that it's a grind, the weapon durability is annoying. There's people no. who complain about these things. Yeah, they're wrong. They're wrong. But once you beat it, you're like, whatever thing might have frustrated you, yeah, it's like gone. You're like, okay, okay. like I feel better about all this. Yeah, uh, it's just so good. I-, I loved it. It's one of my favorite boss battles of all time. Okay. So I, that's why I, that's why it's not just about saving the princess. I'm not trying it's, to make this it's some, the, the fight is. Yeah. I'm not awesome. trying to make this some misogynistic thing. Right. I just think I, what I love about the game is Zelda is a badass. That's cool. She is holding it down for you. That's cool. You that, know what I mean, that sounds like the ending. Do you remember the ending of wind waker when she was like in the fight with you? Yeah. Whereas in Ocarina of Time, she was just there to like hit him with a beam of light. Yeah, like she didn't no, do much. She's, she's she's done more and more over each game. It feels like. Yeah, I think like she, I think both of both characters in Breath of the Wild are able to do things that they'd never done before. That's cool. Yeah, and where sometimes that you could implement that really poorly, this just felt great. I don't know. It's it, there. Greg and I were talking last episode about the music in Breath of the Wild and how he hates how there's no. Hyrule Field <laughs> theme, yeah. and I'm like, you would go insane from yeah. the amount of time that you yeah. hear it. But on top of that, I think it was to really make you feel like you were alone. Yeah, and Link truly is alone in this battle. He he, he meets champions who know him, people know of him. Yeah, but all his friends are dead. Yeah, you know he doesn't know anyone in a hundred years into the future. And that to me is important because it's a central conceit of zelda games like really link being the carrier of the triforce of courage is is a metaphor because in life few people have the courage to step up and do what needs to be done but link always does Mm -hmm. he's always alone and that's very important that's why people say oh i want a multiplayer zelda that would break the symbolism yeah no you can't you can't be the hero of time no you can't when you You, have you can't although batman doesn't have a robin uh, here four swords that was a completely different experience which was not a zelda game no it's not but it was great yeah 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 (laughs) but there's a time and a place but i don't want i wouldn't want breath of the wild with a co-op option no i just want to do my thing the game i want to be alone the game i want with a co-op option is mario yeah 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 
I could see that. Like a game where you literally have to be Mario and Luigi. Yeah. You can't play it otherwise. That'd be interesting. I would still love a sequel to the the, the Mario 3D Land slash 3D World series. Mm-hmm. You know, especially 3D World where you can have up to four people in there. Well, they were showing... Because uh, we're a Nintendo podcast, basically. Yeah. Nintendo was showing off some of their sales of games mm-hmm. uh, on the Switch. And I think it's like Mario Kart 8 DX is almost sold. If not more, it's I almost think- at parity with the Wii U version in sales yeah like eight million or seven million yeah i think that was their second highest selling game i think odyssey is number odyssey's one. number one it sold like nine million yeah in a in like less than three months yeah that's crazy the attach rate to the switch is going to be massive for yeah. that game well it was remember after breath of the wild came out this uh, they someone printed statistics that showed that more people own breath of the wild for switch than own switch yeah you know well, that was before they could even get a, their hands yes. on the console. Yes. Yeah. So it was a shortage issue. Yeah. But Zelda has sold very well for a Zelda game. It absolutely has. And yeah. Mario always outsells Zelda, but has sold extremely well. Yeah. And the Switch itself has already outsold the Wii U. Yeah. What took five years for the Wii yeah. U to sell? They've Four sold and a half, five years, something in like that. nine months. Yeah. So they really should get out of the hardware business. Yeah, no, Nintendo's dead. <laughs> Nintendo's that whole, dead. That whole hardware thing, you know what? They're maybe they're not cracked up. It's for just it. another virtual boy. That's all it is. Yeah. So Switch is awesome. Yeah. It's on top of the world, and Zelda is the game of the year at Shack News. We saved Shack News for one more year. That's right. But man, there were some shameful top ten votes. Oh, there were. But you know what? This year is going to be a hot race too. Yep. It's February 2nd as we record this, mm-hmm. and you and I have both played probably two front runners by the end of the year for Game of the Year. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, it, multiplayer games tend to get left off the list a yeah. lot of the times. Yeah. Uh, but the other one, the uh, the platformer that we're both kind of going Goo Gaga over this week, uh, Celeste. Everything about that game is just delightful. Yeah. The soundtrack, the graphics, the precise tight controls which is so important in 2d platforming Mm -hmm. i'm digging the story so far too it's minimal um yeah that's the whole you versus the mountain Mm -hmm. there's a metaphor in that but then there's also just you versus the damn mountain right at times Mm -hmm. it's the level design is brilliant did you ever play solomon's key for 8-bit nintendo very briefly i think i played that on an emulator years ago it was a one-screen game. Is it kind of like Zelda 2? Like, is it side-scrolling? No. It's more like... It really does look like this game. Okay, okay. Uh, instead right. of the ability to dash that Madeline has, mm-hmm. you in Solomon's Key had this... Uh, you could touch things and turn them to different things, right? Like, oh, okay, Solomon okay. would turn things into yeah, gold. Yeah. You, could tur- you could turn a block into a coin, then pick up the coin, and then it would free up a path for you. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like the Adventures of Lolo in the sense. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, it was one of those static screen, puzzle-y kind of platformers. Mm-hmm. This game reminds me of it in just a couple of ways. The art style, the actual sprite art style is kind of similar. Um, and then the way that when you die, it kind of like you, you, the way that your character kind of just disappears into little balls. Yeah. It's very similar. Yeah, I can see that. The other okay. game Celeste reminds me of is Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, the I can wall see that jumping. Too. Yeah, the being able to jump and hold on to a wall, mm-hmm. climb, uh, climb up, cl- the climbing. Yeah, it's a lot like a Ninja Gaiden game. It is. 
but where it's completely different than both of them and it's because of where we are in technology is the level design yeah. is way more intricate yeah. and way more vertical uh ninja game was clearly a side scroller yeah uh he was just one screen mm-hmm. it's like what he what they have done with taking here's this one screen you have to get past there's different exits out of this one screen mm-hmm. it does kind of remind me of the old school zelda maps you that's know? cool yeah but it's a platformer yeah yeah i mean like he took a map design <laughs> from a different kind of game yeah but applied a very interesting thing because you can play that game for maybe 20 seconds at a time if you feel like it yeah and like okay i'm gonna do the screen pause there's even a message pops up that says if you need a break just save and quit you'll start at the same screen where you left off yeah i love that yeah so it becomes about getting past screens yeah it's not even about a level anymore right that's what i think is great about it is that you can you can play it in these micro bites or you can get really into a level and you sit there for two hours and you're just playing celeste right you know and i i think they've done an excellent job there you're right the music the concept of b-side levels and c-side levels so here's the thing here's what i think celeste does particularly well first of all like 2d platform a little background it's my favorite type of game that's I right. will eat 2D platformers for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'll play those over anything else. And I particularly like really challenging ones because people like us, we grew up with platformers, so we're looking for mm-hmm. something that goes above above and beyond even the difficulty of Super Mario 3 and World, which could get pretty tough. That's why I love Mario Maker so much. Yes, yes. I was like, oh, you can just make ridiculous levels. Cool. But what Celeste does really well above anything else is it knows you're going to die a lot mm-hmm. and it doesn't make you wait long to try again. No. You die, you respawn instantly. Yeah, that's Because right. if there was any loading time, I would probably put that game down. Yeah. It would be too frustrating. But there's no, it's instantaneous. Yeah. it's. I love it. And it, a lot of people have compared it to Super Meat Boy in that respect. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, when it comes to the respawn, that's fair. Yeah. But the level design is completely different it is it and is. i think the game it isn't designed to piss you off it's designed no. to just challenge you it's yeah and then you feel good after you've beaten a challenge yeah it's not i don't think it's like <laughs> it's not the dark souls <laughs> side scrolling game no no it's not it's not no. it's not an abusive game it's just a game that challenges you and then like makes you feel good when you get past the challenge yeah and it lets you like you said it tells you Here's how many times he died. Yeah. It tells you at the very beginning, hey, there are these strawberries, and if you get them, that's cool. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to. No. <laughs> if you don't want to, don't. But then every time I see one, I'm like, I oh, I want to get I that strawberry. Get and then I get like 20 deaths. Yeah. Because I was trying to get that strawberry. Yep. But then once you get it, some of those some of those screens where the strawberries are, are delightful challenges. Yeah. And you feel so awesome. Yeah. And they shipped with the video capture functionality. So yeah, I can just cool. hold down the capture once I did an awesome run, yeah. clip it, throw it on Twitter. Yep. That's why this game's getting so much buzz. Yeah. Is that they, they shipped with video replay, which a lot of games haven't done. Yeah. And for an indie studio to do that, I'm like, I'm clapping. That's awesome. Because yeah. I'm like, that's really damn smart. A static image of this game is not impressive. No. But man, when you play it, you're like yes when you see it going you're like yeah i could see how this would be really fun yeah that no you're right that that is it's vital to be able to show off the feats you perform yeah in that game and that gets people excited it's kind of like breath of the wild in that way where Uh breath of the wild was very 
kind of clippable, gifable, and shareable. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Um, and I'm just I'm excited to see an indie studio having success early this year. Matt makes games. Um, did they do Titanfall? Towerfall. Towerfall. I always say Titanfall, but I mean yeah. Towerfall. Yeah, yeah they, the, did, they did Towerfall. The four-player, like, arena-type game. Uh-huh. I loved that game. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Smash Brothers, but with a bow. I have endless hours of fun with that with Amy and, and my friends. That was a Extra Life United tournament game last year. Oh, that's cool. I got wrecked. Oh, man. Yeah, there are some really good Towerfall players out there. There are. And, you know, I got when you... There's these guys, like one of the guys I was playing, it was like a Rocket League pro. Yeah. You know, and like it's just, it got tough. Yeah. I'm bringing Greg this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Because he never does Extra Life stuff because he's always at BlizzCon. Right. That's right. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna go to Extra Life United and try to win some money for nice. our, for our charity the old fashioned way by nice. playing video games instead of donating. Nice, but uh, yeah, it's I think they announced some games that are gonna. There's a Rocket League tournament. You gonna play in that? Yes. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play in all. I play in all the tournaments. There's a Sonic Mania tournament, and you know I haven't touched that game. No. I'll play in that tournament. But I'm not because it helps you if you if you advance even one round. I still remember the conversation we had where <laughs> you asked me asked me in quotes <laughs> to review that game. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take this shit. I, I'm not a Sonic fan. I never was. Never no. will be. No. But I'll play it for the kids. Sure. Uh, and then there are a couple other games I can't remember. But yeah, they're. I think Rocket League's my best shot. Yeah, at, yeah, yeah. At advancing. I, I don't know if you saw, we had a, a Rocket League uh, funsies tournament. I did hear about that, yeah. I got to the finals. Nice. And then I lost. Uh-huh. It, But there were some shenanigans here. Foo changed the color of the teams to start the first game. <sighs> oh, yeah, so we can were, throw you off. So we were pink, like hot pink versus lime green. Oh, what is that? And that game we got wrecked. It yeah. was like five to one. Every other game was a one-goal game or a two-goal game. We had two games that went to overtime, and we lost like three to two in a best-of-five series. Mm-hmm. Put an asterisk there. Yeah. But it's the first time I'd been to the finals, man, since like 2015. Yeah. So it sucks. I got I got paired with IE God. and He's uh, pretty good, right? He's, I would say, one of the top five players on our site. Yeah. But you know what I found was his style of play and my style of play don't really mesh well. Uh, he's a uh, if if we were talking soccer, mm-hmm. he's definitely more of like the South American style of like dribbling the ball. Yeah, you, you've played with me. I'm more aggressive. I'm like yeah. the German counterattack. Yeah, if we're talking soccer. Uh, so yeah, like soccer and Rocket League are similar enough. But sure. I definitely am more of a counterattack player. He's definitely more of a possession, slow the game down kind of player. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our other dude was good. I can't, uh, his name was Stimpy Boy. I don't know what his Shaq name is. No, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. Something Bell. Yeah. Right? I don't yeah. know if it's just like a situation where it's a Shacker with a Steam name that's different than a Shaq name. Right. But he was in the tournament with me. Okay. And we made it all the way to the finals, man. We, we beat some good teams. I beat Pete's team. I beat Foo's team, I think. Like, there's, there's some good teams in there. Nice. Or no, I think I was commentating Foo's game, but it was weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I tried. One of these days, I'm going to win a Shaq News Rocket League tournament. I believe in you. I believe. You'll do I, it for Shaq I, News. But it was luck of the draw, man. It was like RNG. They randomly assigned teams. 
they tried to make it as even as possible. Yeah. And yeah, we, we made it to the finals at least. That's uh, cool. Lost to Spazik's team. Skizzle on the chatty. Oh, okay, okay. Spazik on the, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, but yeah. So I, you know what? I kind of want to stop the podcast real quick and just talk about some infidelity in gaming. Okay. I cheated at balls. Awesome. What happened? Okay, so I was... Here's how long I've been playing the same game of balls for. I started this game before CES. (laughs) Okay. I'm over 900. That's your best score today, right? I am currently right now in the middle of my best game ever in balls. But I cheated to get here repeatedly. I broke down, man. It was one of these situations where it was like I was in the 270s, right? I got there by myself. Mm-hmm. And that in itself is hard to do. Yeah. And I got to the situation where I'm like, if I had one more chance here, I know I could do it. And I shut down the app and I opened it back up and I tried again and I got it. Okay. And it was intoxicating. It made me feel like I could set the most crazy record ever. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the middle of of my last game of balls ever really it's like after this it's over the ball swan song it's like this is it i've crossed this line yeah this is how i'll never i'm never gonna try to beat this record Mm -hmm. because if i can get to a thousand what if your brother beats it though he won't he never beat 292 Oh, okay. this became me being drunk with beating myself. Oh, it was that high score teasing me every yeah, game. Yeah. I was only 20 away. Yeah, I was at 272. My record was 292. Yeah, I was like, God, I can do this. Right. Just need another chance. So I, I've been cheating at balls now for almost a month. The balls. On and I you. feel dirty cheating at balls. I feel dirty. I had to come clean about it. I wanted the listeners to know that they shouldn't cheat at balls. Because it'll ruin the game for you. Yeah. But you know what? This was starting to ruin me. This game was taking over too much of my time anyway. You've seen me. I have. That game, can, I can play that game for hours. Yeah. That was your flight to QuakeCon, Balls. And that was two flights. Yeah. We went to Atlanta and then to Dallas. That's right. That's right. So it was two flights to yeah. QuakeCon. Yeah. Like I said, this one game since before CES. That's why I'm like, I've gone past this way past the point of no return here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't cheat at balls. It's a PSA. And I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say at least you, you know, confess privately. But now all of Shaq News can hold you accountable. Yeah. It can hold you to this. Do not cheat at balls. Stop cheating at balls. It's not good. No. It'll ruin your experience it'll it'll at least change you do you feel better is there as a weight lifted from no 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 i'll never that's the problem yeah i already made my mistake yeah i'm just trying to let other people know okay it's not worth it don't do it it'll ruin your balls experience but man there's a new balls game on the app store all the time. Bet you'll cheat at that. Oh, well, okay, yeah. No, this I bet was there this all was, these clones and derivatives. Oh my god, yeah, there were so many, but nothing got it like this. Yeah, this right. re- they really nailed something down there. Yeah, um, it's the Flappy Bird effect, you know. Yeah, you can't compete with the original. Yeah, <laughs> but 
Flappy Bird sucked. <laughs> no, I, I, I got addicted to that game. It was good, but I hated it. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, in retrospect, I kind of felt the same way. Like, why am I still playing this game? Ooh, another turn. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, but that's my, that Your was confession. my big confession that yeah. I, that I really, it'd been burning me on the inside for almost a month. And I, 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 I'm like at 911 or 19 right now, like, and no end in sight. That's the other thing. I wonder if this game will ever end because I just keep retrying and it's like, you know what I'm I might yeah. be in a feedback loop of balls. It, we could be at E3 and I'm talking about <laughs> the same game of balls. We'll be going, yeah. You know? So yeah. that's, that's my greatest concern right now is yeah, that I think this is, this is my last game of balls that I'm playing. Ever. I just don't know. You're going to delete the app after this? No, no, I'll leave it there. I leave almost all my game apps on my phone in case like some horrible event occurs and you're like, stranded on the island and, and I can need- at least play all these games. <laughs> right, right, right. I'll still have Mario run. I'll still have balls. Balls. Apparently. Yeah. I'll have uh the problem is some apps have stopped working. Yeah. You know, with the the recent iOS update. Yep. So that kind of sucks. Uh but yeah, I, I would have enough I'd have nights and nights of pen and paper. I would have. Yeah, like I got I got some good games. Yeah, you'll be all right. Be okay. You'll be fine. So, did you hear the Shack news? Unless I come, if unless I have to rescue you, then you will have to wait a hundred plus years because I'll be like, oh, Austin's got it. He's holding it down. Yeah, for real. Yeah. But, no, did you hear the Shack news about mobile Mario Kart? Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get too excited. <laughs> okay. I mean, you love Mario Kart, don't you? Sure I do, on a real game system. You love your Mario Kart. Yeah. You're like, oh my god, that's that's fine. You don't need F-Zero awesome. You can just have your Mario Kart. You know what? This is, what is it called? Mario Kart Tour. Tour. Lap. Yeah, Tour. Okay. I will try it. But if it's a mobile game, I can't get too excited about it. I don't know if it'll really grab look at this dog <laughs> still once she just lies back on me like all right rub my belly belly rub time i i will i will try this game i'm more interested in mario kart tour than i have been any of nintendo's mobile games so far like i liked mario run but i thought it was it was good for what it was that sort mm-hmm. of thing um i'll try it but i, I have a feeling it's going to be like did you ever play sonic team racing on mobile no so in order, I to loved Sonic Racing Transform though for Wii U. Well, so the, here's the thing: it was a it was a kart racer for mobile. So they did what a lot of kart races on mobile do, and in order to to minimize the number of buttons you have to be pressing, you automatically accelerate. You just kind of turn, and maybe there's like an item button and a turbo boost. So how did you turn? Uh, you just you actually tilt. tilt the phone. So that was what I was gonna say that I think will do well with kids. Yeah, is that tilt is going to be a good input there but at the same time i kind of i'd almost want to see them do like a rc pro-am style thing where you like just drag your finger on the screen to make yeah, it go yeah yeah like a third person perspective racer or, i the, don't know the thing is like assuming this is a proper mario kart game it won't be well that so i'm wondering like how will it shake out because a lot of people you know mario mario run got bombed with one star reviews because people actually had to pay money for this mobile game mm-hmm. 
Uh, I worry about microtransactions and that sort of thing, diluting the Mario Kart experience. I guess it depends on how the game, like what it ends up being. I don't know. I if you look at, let's say Animal Crossing is your mm-hmm. is the the model. So you take like a microcosm of the game and make that the mobile experience sort of thing. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, let's say that that's what we're gonna get. Yeah, I'll probably play Mario Kart Tour for a couple of weeks and then be done with it. Like kind of what happened with Animal Crossing. But an interesting stat about Animal Crossing New Leaf that came out on their quarter: seventy five percent of players are female. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And it's not. They're not stopping. They've yeah. been playing it consistently. That's cool. And it's funny because I think about some of the people I follow on Twitter, uh, some shackers, Galadriel, mm-hmm. she is still playing Animal Crossing. I think I've seen Bad Kitty tweet pictures of her did, did village. Did Farmville have a high percentage of, of female players? I think higher than the average game. And I think it's because like that is a really nice, uh, relaxing sort of game that you can play mm-hmm. during downtime. Like It's really good for that. Yeah. And I, they kept the things in the game that i liked free like fishing is free oh cool yeah i didn't have to wait to fish you have to wait to shake an apple off a tree yeah i mean it's like yeah they put gates up but the gates that were there i don't know well cart's gonna be interesting but now so mario kart tour is developed in house right like super mario run was i believe that is a nintendo developed game yeah so here's the thing like your your suggestion of an rc pro-am type game where you're just drawing a path is an interesting one but i feel like nintendo knows that when you have a name like super mario or mario kart players will expect a certain type of experience yeah so the question is how will they put a twist on it so that it's mobile friendly with mario run again Mm -hmm. there were there was no like touch d-pad on the screen because that would have sucked yeah they just made mario move mario kart tour i feel like will have to be representative of the mario kart experience the Mm -hmm. only question is like how do they put that in and what do they do? They do you have to like buy more tracks? Do you buy cosmetics like outfits for your characters? They could do a me type thing mm-hmm. where you could make your own character and dress it up. You could even have kind of like the amiibo type of functionality where if you scan Mega Man, you get the Mega Man suit. They could put those different sort of costumes yeah, in the what shop. I was thinking, you know, is that it would make the microtransactions purely cosmetic. Yeah, but you would. I don't know because if even if they put an accelerate button on the screen, I'm gonna hate it. Yeah. So the auto run, I understand the argument against that too. Like I, I don't, I wouldn't want it just to be automatically going. Mm-hmm. But if they could figure out a way to make it not about pushing a button on the screen, well, that's that's what I think. I think they might, if if they want to go for as proper a Mario Kart experience as possible, they might take a page out of other mobile kart racer book and and just you accelerate all the time mm-hmm. you're just turning and you're probably you know choosing when to use items because that's a strategic part of the experience here's another question is mario kart going to be an iphone launch exclusive like mario was probably like pokemon go was like pokemon go was yeah they've done that they've had miyamoto come out on stage you know and surprise everyone so i believe they said mario kart tour will be out sometime before march 2019 right they just said this upcoming fiscal year so i would imagine they're trying to shoot for it coming out this fall probably which means we might see it at the next wwdc is that where we first saw mario run where Miyamoto came out to the stage i think it was the september event 
the iPhone event the okay. year that. Okay, okay. Yeah, so that might have been in September. Yeah, so I think maybe they do a repeat of that where they bring, mm-hmm. because it's another in-house game. Yeah. They want Nintendo there to push it. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I, it kind of disappointed me that people were so upset that you actually had to pay money for Mario Run. Yeah, it was dumb. Yeah, there was dumb. And, and also it, you didn't. You could get the first three levels for yeah, free. yeah. Um, I, I guess my concern is if this Mario Kart game ends up being fun, I will play it, but I don't want them to look at the Mario run incident and say, well, now we have to just gate everything. This is free to play and you're going to pay for all this stuff because I want to just, I will, I will pay a flat rate to get a nice, a proper Mario Kart game on, on phones. That sounds fun. I don't want a proper Mario Kart game on phones. When I say I, that, I, I mean like, I, tweaked it, for, yeah, like, mo- make it mobile friendly. But making it mobile friendly to me is you figure out a way to put uh, joy cons on the side of that stupid thing because I, I don't want I don't want to play a cart without drifting without no. uh, without the accelerator button. So that's the thing, you know, like the, you're not going to have an analog no. to go back and forth with I, that. The There's a as much as I crap all over a cart because I'm an F-Zero fan. That yeah. game is built on the controller it is it is so it's like that that's a daunting task that they're gonna have it making is making that even remotely good well, but what i was gonna <laughs> say like whether however mario kart turns out whether i hate it while well, i like it for me it will be something to kill time until mario kart 9 which as a mario kart fan like that's what i'm waiting for <laughs> that's mario kart tour is a stopgap there will be a mario kart 9 mm-hmm. built from the ground up for switch and i would argue the same thing with animal crossing you know, there's going to be an Animal Crossing for Switch. Yeah. They're not pulling these levers yet because mm-hmm. they don't have the 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 amount of Switches in the wild to make that software worth selling yet. Right. Once there's 40 million Switches in the world, there's going to be a lot more <laughs> opportunity for oh, a, yeah. an F-Zero to come out or a, yeah. a Animal Crossing or a Pokemon. Yeah. The first, when the Pokemon game comes out on Switch, that's when this gets really nutty. Yeah. You it's going to be bananas. So, yeah. like, that's two years out. I bet it is. So, for me, it's, I agree with you. It's it's wetting the appetite. It's also educating a different group of gamers about cart. Yeah. Which I don't think that really needs that. But it's just, it's a more accessible thing. It's like, hey, I can play cart on here. Oh, but there's a better cart you know on Switch. I would say that it there is a demographic of gamers who need that. There's the gamers who haven't really played a Nintendo console since 64 or GameCube or Wii mm-hmm. who maybe kind of forgot about Mario Kart. And now they're like, oh, right, Mario Kart, I remember that. And that's kind of their gateway into Switch if yeah. they haven't bought one yet. Because you know? I, I think they view whatever money they make off of Switch is just, or off of uh, iOS games is just gravy. It is. I mean, it's even not- Iwata said, like, this is a way to introduce people to our brands and then we want to bring them into our proper mm-hmm. consoles and handhelds no know? that's right so i don't know i thought that was interesting though uh, yeah i mean i i am interested in it i don't really i can't remember the last time honestly i got excited about a mobile game just because i've never really sunk a lot of time into that platform i mean I, the last game i cared about on mobile was balls yeah and that tells you something because that's basically a ripoff of breakout yeah and i don't even want to trash mobile it's just not my platform i do most of my gaming at home i have a gaming pc i have consoles i'm going to play on that Mm -hmm. and now i have switch that's my portable system yeah i still when i'm flying before we get into the air i'm usually playing on my phone yeah 
So I definitely iPhone games still have their place for sure. I mean, look at Rules of Survival. You probably haven't heard of it. It's no. it's straight up PUBG for your phone. Oh really? Yeah. Is it good? No. Yeah, but it, PUBG's probably, not even that good. No. But so they it's probably like make a fair amount of money. Exactly. It? Yeah. So it's like this is kind of my argument is that there's there's going to be Cart DX yeah. for Switch, which is a great game. Yeah. And then there's Rules of Survival. The Rules of Survival the, to the PUBG that is Cart is cart tour it's good that nintendo yeah is doing this instead of getting knocked off by some chinese company it is but you you know what i was a point i was going to make is you can always tell when nintendo is very careful and precise about branding and positioning hyrule warriors was not zelda hyrule warriors they kept the brand name off of it in case it tanked and also to to make clear that this is not canonical we didn't make this mario kart tour you know the last few they've numbered Mario Kart Tour is not Mario Kart 9. No. It is a side thing. It's its own thing. Mario Kart 9 will come later. Yeah. Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Yeah, exactly. Pocket Camp. Pocket being the key word there. So I I think they're... Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. It's just... It's it's getting more people to the brand. And also, like, I'm interested in it, but, like, life is so busy that I really can't get excited about a game until it's, like, a week or month out. I'm getting excited about Geared of, God of War now, okay. for example, because that's actually like on the radar. I am excited about that. Yeah. I'm more excited about Sea of Thieves. Yes. So let's talk about this game for a second. You're going to talk about because I haven't gotten to play it yet, yeah. but you played in the beta. That's right. I The closed beta. Right. The, the closed, closed beta. beta just ended a couple days ago. Right. We ran an article, if you don't like Sea of Thieves, you don't like video games. That's fair. Seems fair to say. And my main reason is that you can jump into a cannon, shoot yourself out of it, into the water or onto an island, while playing the accordion. What more do you need? Right? That's it. I sat there on my boat by myself, Yeah, watching the sunset, playing music. Yeah, that sounds great. I, you know, I've gone plundering for treasure. I you, you go on these voyages. You can buy voyages at different different ports, and then you go on these quests. And it's like here's a here's a treasure map, and it doesn't tell you anything. There's no waypoint. Right. It's like here's a map of the world. Yeah. Here's this map. Go to this island that looks like a shoe. Right. Right. So you look at the map that you just bought. And then you look at your big map and you try to find the one that looks like a shoe. Then you figure out what direction you're supposed to go. Right. You know? So even on the island, you have to use your compass. Yeah. To tell people which direction to go. There's not a, there's not a, there's not a heads up display telling you, though, this is north. Oh, that's cool. You okay. have to switch your what you have armed to a compass. To know which direction you're going in. It's this level of detail that I love about this game. Yeah. It's the same thing that made me love Breath of the Wild. Where I'm like, I played Assassin's Creed Origins. And within the first 30 minutes, there is a waypoint. Yeah. Telling you you're X amount of feet away from something happening. Right. Sea of Thieves is the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild was the opposite of that. Right. It's like, good luck, kid. Have a glider, you know? Right. No, but Sea of Thieves... It's going to be what you make of it. Right. And I do want them to put more into it. I hope that 
from what I heard, this was a stripped down version of even what was in the alpha. Oh, really? Yeah. So they they had pulled things out. Okay. And this was more of a test of the servers, I believe, uh, because they did run into problems the first day. They had to extend the beta by two days because mm-hmm. uh, there was just a ton of errors occurring. Mm-hmm. So, but when it works, it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Rare hasn't made a game in a long time that I've cared about. Yeah. In a real long time. What was the last Rare game you really liked? And what system was it on? It had to have been N64. Yeah. And it, it would have been... I don't remember the timeline, honestly. There, were, I'll just say the games on N64 that I really liked by them were Goldeneye, obviously, yeah. Perfect Dark, uh, Conquer's Bad Fur Day, yeah. which isn't really that good of a game, but I thought it was funny. It was very bold considering they were still a Nintendo second party yeah. at the time. Yeah. And then uh, Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. Banjo-Tooie. Mm-hmm. I, it, was Banjo-Tooie after Donkey Kong 64? Yep. I liked Banjo-Tooie, but I would say Donkey Kong 64 was probably the last game that I loved. By okay. Then. Okay. For me, it was GoldenEye, which was 1997. Yeah. I've played Rare games since then, but they did nothing for me. I thought Perfect Zero was flat. Perfect Zero, uh, or Perfect, Perfect Dark, Dark Zero. Zero. I didn't even really care for Perfect Dark, and I'll tell you why. I thought I thought it was very promising, but it was so ahead of its time that that game played like crap on it, Nintendo 64. Oh, it really did. It was awful. The frame rate was awful. Yeah, even Gold and I had moments where it would stutter. No, Perfect Dark, especially with the end bombs. Yeah, that would just once you had a smoke bomb deployed, and you, the you know, game would it was running like five frames yeah. a second, and that was even with the RAM expansion pack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really I came to ap- appreciate Perfect Dark almost posthumous uh, posthumously in a way. Mm-hmm. I played it. They released it on Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah, and I was like, fine, you know, and it was buttery smooth, and yeah, I was like, course. finally, this game was this game was ready uh-huh. because I honestly believe I saw promise, but it was so ahead of its time it, that hardware was not a good fit for it oh no not at all 64 hardware yeah i I agree um so yeah this is the first time in almost 20 years that i've cared about a rare game yeah i really liked uh blast core i never played blast core blast core that was on n64 right yeah yeah that's what i mean they that was really their heyday uh some of the best games they ever made uh were in that time period yeah um but yeah I, i found I find myself looking at Sea of Thieves and thinking of the past where I'm like, the art style is amazing. The water, they must have spent years perfecting the water physics in this game because your boat rolls like it's really at sea. That sounds so cool. And it's gorgeous. And some people are getting seasick from this game. Really? Yeah. Uh, our sister podcast, The Cartridge Family, Joe Stacia, the host over there, Bearded Axe on the chatty. Mm-hmm. He was getting a little sick when he was in my crew. Wow. Yeah, and I'm like, he also gets sick from VR, and, you know, he's sensitive to... I guess it's a testament to their physics, though, right? I would say so. I think they need to expand their FOV a little bit, Mm -hmm. but, God, it's just so beautiful. When the game's working, they they nailed some... They they just nailed a, a couple of things that, when it comes to being at sea, are so important. They got the sunset right, the sunrise right the the way the water moves the look of the water when you're in the water out of the boat that feel where you're you're kind of shark bait yeah 
And the longer you're in the water, the more likely sharks are going to show up. Nice. You know, and it got to the point where uh, John and I, you know, Hammersuit, mm-hmm. another guy from the the, the Cartridge family, mm-hmm. uh, we were hunting sharks. We 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 sailed out to this shipwreck, and I was standing on top of it and just shooting down at them. We got we got kind of cocky at the end yeah. of the night. Like we we had already <laughs> plundered. We, I think we had like eight treasure chests in one night mm-hmm. um and we had already just got we had already sold them we were just messing around we're like let's go shark hunting we killed like seven sharks before getting killed <laughs> but yeah it's just that game's gonna be what you make of it i understand people are like i want more but for me it was just i see the genesis of a very good game and like i wasn't i i wasn't afraid to be like yeah this is really good yeah it's not I, I have no interest in playing PUBG. Mm-hmm. I just want to play Sea of Thieves. I don't want to play Quake Champions. I want to play Sea of Thieves. Yeah. I, so when it comes to my shooter time, which it's not even a shooter, it's minimal at best, I, m- that time is shifting over to Sea of Thieves. I see that happening. I got to play this. It's very good. And it's, it's not... Uh, you can play it single player. You can play it by yourself. You can be a lone but sailor. But do, do you have to be online? Yes. Yeah. So there's not there's not a campaign. Yeah. That's this a is, This is my concern. And I, I am not a Sea of Thieves detractor at all because I'm very excited about this game even though I haven't played it and I plan to get it. But you know my concern. One of the reasons I don't play multiplayer games, specifically games that only have a multiplayer component, is because eventually, in Sea of Thieves' case, you know, the sea will empty and the waves will go still. And that just bums me out. So I, the mm-hmm. other thing is, you look at great creative games that have come out. I'm going to use Titanfall 2 as best example. Mm-hmm. Titanfall 2 is this great game, creative game. Everyone who plays it are like, this game is awesome. But the community packed up and left to the next big thing. Yep. And that game was unfortunately sandwiched between uh, Battlefield 1 and Call of Duty mm-hmm. Ghosts in Space, whatever the hell that game was called. Advanced Warfare. Yeah. It, one of them. Yeah. Ghosts and in Space is fine. Ghosts in Space works. Yeah. And, and you know. Free idea for Bobby Kotick. Yeah, there you go. Ghosts in Space. <laughs> Call of Duty, Ghosts in Space. That's my concern. <laughs> like, Sea of Thieves looks so fun and creative that I feel like it might be ephemeral. And I don't. I'm not writing I this game off. I'm not writing this game off. You know what, David? I don't doubt it. But here's the thing. Okay. Let's talk about some ephemeral games that I have played online over the last few decades. Okay. Let's talk about it. Quake. Quake Champions. Which I'm is just dead, saying, dead before arrival. I'm just like. saying. Okay. No, I'm saying Quake. Like Quake is not as popular today as it once was. No, but Quake Three and Quake Live have bots. Quake Champions does not. Okay. And that's a problem. Halo Two. Halo 2. Had a campaign. campaign. Yeah. But no one's playing Halo 2 anymore. Um, but that game was every day. But you can still go back and play it. Sure, because Microsoft kept the servers up. Yeah. And Master Chief Collection, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, But yeah, you can still play Halo 2. Yeah. But not as many people are playing it today as once were. No. You know. Um, <laughs> Goldeneye. Yeah. That game couldn't play online and it was literally just couch and it had a single player but yeah it wasn't why you played it you played it with friends i just mean games that i played with friends you know there's a lot of multiplayer shooters that 
I play with my friends, and then they go away. My perspective is really different because I'm something of a gaming historian. So being able to go back to games is very important to me. Mm -hmm. Games going dark is so sad to me because I look at it as, oh, I spent all this time, invested all this emotion, and now it's just gone forever. I think, but I, but I think even just our point with Halo, Microsoft, out of all the companies, hasn't shut down games. Yeah. And they have preserved their games. And they've been really good about backwards compatibility. Yes, okay. And they're also a company where if Sea of Thieves does hit, there's going to be a Sea of Thieves 2. And, you know, they will do that. They're that yeah. kind of company. Yeah. I'm not saying that's a good thing. My, but my, they, will, they, they are kind of stubborn compared to, like, EA. EA will take you out back and shoot you. They all, oh, yeah, for sure. You know? But, but do you think that... How do I put this? Okay, for example, I think one... Good, uh, good example for um, Sea of Thieves is Overwatch. It's a multiplayer on the game. I yep. can still play it right now. Blizzard is definitely not a company that will take it out behind the barn anytime soon. No. But barrier of entry. Do you think if I would play Sea of Thieves a year from now, 10, 11 months after it's been released, will I find it too difficult to get into? No. You don't think so? No. It's very simple. Okay. You're a pirate. You're looking for treasure. I was going to ask, are there, are there different modes, or is every game, like, do you kind of there's, do what you want to do? There's just one mode. Okay. You're in there. If you could just, if you start up your, your if you start up your game, you get on your boat, and you just set sail west, you're setting sail west. If you decide to start a voyage, then you have something to do. Okay. If you see a boat in the distance, and you want to fight them, that's what you're doing. That's awesome. If you want to go to an outpost and wait for other boats to come there with their treasure yeah. and hijack them, yeah. you can do that. That's cool. Okay. All right. <laughs> so I, this game is like, it's what you make of it. As I said, I am interested. I will get this game. I just have reservations as someone who is leery of investing in this type of game. I tend to get bored with games like Overwatch, online games that, yeah. you know, are, you know, battle arenas, you know. I, I tend to get bored with them. Quake, Quake Champions, I get bored with. I can only, I only have time in the day like to play three games. Twenty minutes to get a match. It'll take yeah. you an hour to play th three games. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, where Quake Live, I could play like ten games in an hour. Right, right. So that's just a huge failure. Mm -hmm. This is different because you don't really have to accomplish anything. That's, you can. That you, that's cool. that's why I like it. Is that there was there were times where I was sailing by myself. Literally doing nothing. I came across an outpost, and there was a there was a skeleton shooting at me, so I knew that there was a cannon there. Mm -hmm. So I, I posted up just outside the range of the cannon, and I shot myself onto the island. I killed that skeleton, yeah. and then I climbed into the cannon, and shot myself back towards my boat. Yeah, and I just did that over and over and watched the sunrise. That's cool. No one came by. I was just messing around, having a good time. It's there's just enough in it where it's charming enough by itself you can just get drunk mm -hmm. and when you drink too much you throw up and when you throw up you throw up on your friends it gets puke all over their screen oh man and then like they can catch it in a bucket and you can throw the vomit out of the bucket at people as a weapon it's little things like that like when you play music if all four of your crew are playing music together you harmonize and the music's like more robust it's little things like that where I'm like, this is different. I'm this is a different kind of game. So sad I missed out on this beta because it sounds so fun. I mean, I, it's it, 
we had uh, Chris, Greg, Charles, and myself as a crew, and that's a, that's an interesting group of four right there. Yeah, uh, and it was hilarious. You know, um, I I should not be the one steering the boat. <laughs> I, I'm not good at that. I'm really bad at docking. Um, but I will play music for you, yeah. and I'm great at finding treasure. That's what I'm great at. You give me a random map with some X's on it and get me that island, I will find the treasure. <laughs> and that's, that's my whole, that's what drives me in that game. So let me ask you, 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 let's say you get to an island, you know there's treasure out there, but what happens in between landing on the island and finding the treasure? What can happen? You're, you're either going to be encountered by skeletons, mm-hmm. another boat, right? Because now people are, they, they'll be like, hey, those guys probably have a voyage. If we just come by them, oh, we so they can, can steal their out. treasure. Yeah, that's cool. So you have to watch out for boats. You have to watch out for the skeletons on the on the island. Um, then there's two kinds of voyages that I encountered. One is like, here's the island. Here's some X's. The other one is this. It's like a written riddle. And as there's only one sentence that tells you the island that you have to go to. Mm-hmm. And then you have to find it on the map. Once you get to the island, the next line appears. And it's like, go to this side of the That's island. pretty cool. And then do this. Yeah. Hold your lantern up to the sky. And when you hold your lantern up to the sky, the next sentence appears on the map. And then that's usually instructions about go to this tree on this side of the island and take this many steps to yeah. the southeast. Yeah. And then dig. And then you have to go there and do that. Yeah. Uh, so it, John and I were on an island for eight days. Because we were just, we could not find this one part of the clue. It was oh, driving us nuts. That cool. We were on the wrong hill. There were two hills and a canyon in between. And there was a, a hunter's tomb on each side. We were on the wrong hunter's tomb. So we dug for days. Yeah. We were, it was literally like sunrise, sunset, sunrise, sunset. So yeah. I was, I counted. It was like eight days <laughs> we were yeah. on this island. No one else came by, thankfully. Yeah. Our boat was safe. But, Yes, you have these moments. Mm. That's what I think is the key to a game in 2018 or 2017 popping is that it's fun to watch and people are telling stories about it. The thing that made PUBG catch on fire last year was it was really entertaining to watch and people would tell stories about it. You saw threads and chatty about it all the time. For sure, for sure. Sea of Thieves is the same thing. You're going to see a ton of people telling stories about things they did. Mm -hmm. Another example, Donovan and I. We went out sailing together. Love the kid. Uh, we're, we got jacked. Exactly what I'm talking about. So we made, we we had one, we we're on the middle of one of these uh, riddle quests. And they tend to be multiple stage, like multiple islands. So we we're on the second island of this voyage. And another boat saw our boat. And we had one chest on the boat. They We were already on the island looking for the treasure Mm -hmm. so we saw them coming and they shot they killed our boat they took our treasure and they killed our boat but there were two treasure chests on the island still oh so we had i had already found one yeah and then donovan had found the other one donovan went back to where the ship was Mm -hmm. and got killed (laughs) so now we have no boat donovan's dead there's a chest floating where our boat was right where he died yeah 
and I'm I'm sitting there watching all this happen. I'm like, there was this cove that I was hiding in. Mm-hmm. I dropped my chest and I swam out to his chest, grabbed it, brought it back, and then Donovan respawned by our new boat and sailed to get me, to pick me up. That kind of that's, strategy. That's a though, great story. That's a great story. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like that that kind of stuff is happening in this game all the time. So I feel like it's going to create stories. People are going to want to share. And you can do funny things like get drunk and throw vomit on people. Yeah. You know, so I just think it's going to be. So you can like vomit in a bucket. And then, yeah. Yeah. And the, the best things are so you can play music, right? When right. you get drunk, you play music worse. So it's like out of tune. <laughs> That's really cool. And you're stumbling around. I fell off a boat drunk. Like I straight up fell off That's, while we were like I was we were going. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I fell off, guys. <laughs> like, but yeah, it was great. Like it's just Did it's you record fun. any of this? We've recorded a ton of it. Okay, uh, we streamed I need, to, I need to check it out. We streamed uh it's the Sea of Thieves uh, happy hour stream. Okay. We did that. Uh Chris uh uploaded some four K footage from pc and i also i think it was the cannonball accordion thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i i captured that and then i captured me playing music to the sunset oh nice so there's two videos that are just that and then there's a very long let's play of greg Tr- charles chris and i all, all playing sea of thieves okay um i'm gonna yeah, check this out we had a great time and that that came it is more fun when you're playing with friends but I also have fun playing it by myself. It was a game that during the beta I played every day. What, how does communication work? Like if you're in a, I assume with friends you could use like Discord or something. But if you're in a, mm-hmm. if you play with randoms, is is there? There's a wheel. There's a wheel. The D pad. Okay. Create. There's a wheel that you can trigger with the D pad. So my other question is: Is this open world? Like when when you start a game, how do you start? Do you start in a town? Do you start on your boat? You start. At a random island. Okay. It seems like it randomly assigns you an island. The island has uh, this, you know, supplies. Uh, the person that you could buy a voyage from is there. Mm-hmm. The whip, the, there will be a weapon store there, but th- it wasn't really open. Okay. Um, and then your boat's docked. Okay. So you can, you start on an island, your boat's docked. Usually they'll try to respawn you near where you were mm-hmm. um, if you get killed. Oh, when you die, that's another thing. You go to this, uh, it's like pirate hell. It's like a, it's like a ghost ship. Oh, awesome. And then you just have to wait in front of this door for it to open and you can respawn. What do you do while you're waiting? You just can stand there with your fellow dead sailors. That's hilarious. It's weird. So all, all these other players mm-hmm. who died. That's awesome. So sometimes you, your crew and another crew were just in a fight and multiple people, multiple crews experienced casualties. Oh. So you go to this pirate hell together oh, and you're like, man. you, <laughs> okay. that sounds great. No, I'm in. I really want to play this. Yeah. It I, sounds I, great. I, it's, I, I understand people's concerns. I really do. And I, I see them too. We're going to have a feature next week about the things that we want from the final version of sea of thieves like things that we want them to consider okay i think personal servers on pc this is a moment for them to really reach out to this pc community and be like 
we are going to make a good PC game as Microsoft. And here's the thing. I think they really need to do that because I feel like as, as novel and as important as the Play Anywhere initiative is, I feel like it's been kind of a half step because mm-hmm. there's been games like I think it was Forza Horizon 3, at least one other Microsoft first or second party game that launched, uh, that had a rough launch on yeah. PC. And so I feel like, you know, Play Anywhere is nice because, like, hey, you can play this game on PC, but other than some other graphical options, it's not that different. Mm-hmm. I, I feel I think you're right. I think, like, personal servers is the way to go. They need some PC-specific options. Right now, all we can do is get four people together. Yeah. And then you need sh- a bigger crowd. And at Shaq News, yeah. we love our Shaq battles. Yeah. And it's like, we need 16 at, Has, at least. I, so I was off last month and working on a couple projects has this game caught fire in chatty? Were people talking about the beta? Yeah. Um, there were daily threads about it. Nice. It wasn't just me. Okay. Like, I, I'm, I think it, it, you know, I, I'm, I like pirate stuff. Yeah. I am predisposed to liking pirate stuff. Let me ask you this. 10 to 15 years ago, the great pirates versus ninjas war. Which side were you on? Pirates. Pirates. Pirates all the way. I mean... I like ninjas too, but I like pirates. I can't. Ju- the, I couldn't I, choose one side. Here's my problem with ninjas. All right, where are they? Oh, you're right. They're like Batman. They're in the shadows. Here's my problem with ninjas. Yeah. Like if they're not, they're not, they're not going to show up to an award show. No, pirates would. They show up drunk. So it'd be pirates hilarious. will show up to an award show. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like ninjas are going to be like Lola. Will have to accept the award for yeah. best ninja. Yeah. You know, yeah. ninjas are not, they don't care if we like them or not. That's true. Like so why, man. why should I bother? Right. Okay. Fair enough. That's a good argument actually. But I, I, I like both. That's a tough argument, but I'm going to side with pirates, but I got tired of the pirates of the Caribbean movies and Johnny Depp's a horrible person. It's like, yeah. I'm not saying go watch those movies. You I'm know what? See if Thieves is a good game. I love the pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland. That's a great ride. I went on it like six times in a row. Yeah. You can go to that amusement park, only ride that ride over and over and over again. You'll have a great time. Mm-hmm. Worth it. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, I, I would say that's... I feel like that's the experience that I want from Sea of Thieves, like that ride, because they did a great job with that ride. It's so immersive. Let me tell you about the storms real oh, quick. Oh, man. John and I got caught in a storm. This is the thing about this game. I, I told you this game. Stories. I'm sold. I want this game. All right. We, got, we were like, this was we had this was before we went shark hunting sure we had like five chests on the boat mm-hmm. we were in the we had already done a voyage we we're in the middle of our second voyage mm-hmm. and it's like we only had to do this one island but there was a storm between us and the island and i'm talking the wheel yeah is giving me resistance when i'm trying to turn it yeah the compass is spinning all over the place lightning hit the deck lightning hit john hit him he got hit by lightning on deck i was like you know a game that reminded me of breath of the wild yeah. right because i'm like you know someone was asking me it's like oh is the water better than breath of the wild i'm like the water in breath of the wild wasn't what i was talking about it was the rain the rain was the story there was a story about the rain the rain was a mechanic in breath of the wild sometimes yeah the rain would just be like hey two middle fingers at you buddy like yeah. you know like Oh, you're trying to go up this cliff? No. Not today. The water in Sea of Thieves is the star. But the way that the water behaves when the storms kick up, man, the boat's spinning all over the place. We're just getting pushed around. It showed you that, like, because we got slammed into these rocks. We got caught by this storm. 
our sales were pointing the wrong direction and we were getting pushed in we were going to be a shipwreck so then when the boat crashes into rocks you have to patch the holes underneath it with planks planks are one of the things you can pick up yeah and uh you have to bail it with water and it was it's crazy because i was like you feel the boat start to list yeah when there's taking on water yeah the amount of physics that they went that went into this game were kind of daunting but the storm oh man it was one of the most amazing things that we survived it was like we were both patching holes we were, i was swimming underneath in water in our own boat trying to patch holes and then bailing it so it gets really intense at times i have a really good article idea for this game but i need to play it first but man this sounds it sounds fantastic yeah i i i i'm not trying to overhype this game people i i tend to be pretty sober with my game assessments i'm not like this is the greatest you thing. threatened to shut down shack news if doom didn't win game of the year well, was i wrong no you weren't wrong that's what i'm saying yeah okay. like it's not like what fair counterpoint fair counterpoint you know what i'm saying yeah, like I'm, yeah and this is not a thing that i'm not gonna die on a hill for sea of thieves this year's game of the year because celeste is really good there's other games out there that are gonna come out god Resident of war two no but god of war okay, um last of us part two last of us part know. two yeah, i'm looking forward to that Th those are games that are yeah. gonna be good yeah uh, i think god of war could really surprise people metroid prime i do you think metroid prime 4 is coming this year it could it could be their fall release i don't know what they're doing they don't have anything they haven't announced anything yet yeah they did cardboard labo oh yeah labo that's not gonna be their like hardcore oh yeah it is now everyone's gonna be playing with cardboard i'm, I'm actually excited about labo i am too i know there was i i saw the hubbub around labo that seems very divisive i'm excited about it it you know what they're finally showing off the uh <laughs> the joy con sensor Mm -hmm. they're showing off the power of the nintendo joy con i do feel like this is kind of a successor to the wii because the wii the wii was the first time i think ever where it was kind of this trojan horse mm -hmm. it's a video game console but hey it's also this party system where you can play tennis with your friends and you can also exercise with it yeah i feel like the switch is becoming that and nintendo labo is like the they first have, step they haven't even pulled the the switch sports resort out on us yet uh, i will i would get that that's a day one purchase for yeah, me if you just is. give me switch sports resort, yeah I'll, I'll be all over it yes um no you're right it is the trojan horse for nintendo is that it it's still after all these years, it's still as simple as the blue ocean strategy for them. But one last thing about Sea of Thieves. Okay, yes. I don't know if I should I even. I'm going to spoil my article because yeah, the people who listen to this podcast. Yeah, I wanted you to talk about this theory because yeah, I really like. The I theory. got a theory. Yeah, for the people on the podcast, and I'll I'll get this article up in the next few days. What if Sea of Thieves was really just going to be a Donkey Kong game? Because there's too much in there, man. You're yeah. on these tropical islands. You're climbing palm trees. You know, you're on top of palm trees. The barrels look awfully familiar. I'm getting into cannons and shooting myself out of them. The way that I gain health is bananas. Yeah. And don't don't forget, bananas. Donkey Kong Country 2 was a pirate-themed game. Right? Captain K. Rule, Gangplank Galleon, all these different ship levels, island levels. This game... Yeah this is the this is the sad part of this mm. if rare never left nintendo this game could have been a donkey kong yep. 
game. I agree. And it could have been on Switch. <sighs> now you've just made me sad. That's the thing that makes me sad is that Nintendo let Rare go. And it, 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 this is that moment where I'm like, oh, man. But you know what? For the last like 10, 15 years, they probably haven't cared. No. Not until now have they been like, oh, yeah, Rare. You could, you still got it. Rare's got it, though. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this game with Donkey Kong characters on Switch, it'd sell like 20 million. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see how it does on Xbox. I'm a fan. I'm going to be playing it. I- I'm really excited about it. I can't wait to play it. Let me ask you this. Do you think, I think that's the one type of game the Switch is still missing, that, that mm-hmm. multiplayer sort of game where you sh- you want to be able to just play it anywhere. Yeah. Like, it'd be really cool for you and me to just sit back on this couch right now, each with our Switch. Like, let's let's start a crew. Let's get a game going. Yeah. You know? I feel like the Switch needs... It it's still lacking that type of game. It doesn't have that. Yeah. It's, that's what it's missing. Like, Doom has multiplayer, but that's not... It wasn't even good on PC. No. So, I would say Splatoon... But those are games. Even... Those are... You play a game, you're done with the game. Yeah. Here's your kill death, whatever. Sea of Thieves isn't like that. There's no leaderboard. Yeah. There's nothing like this. It, uh, I think the closest thing they have just in a single player variety is Skyrim. You know, where you can just be, you can just exist and have a good time. But they're missing a game with a sort of continuity. It doesn't have to be formal, like a like a persistent world, but a continuity where, like you, Chris, Donovan, John, Joe, you know, this this ro- these rotating chairs of people who are in crews together, and they have stories, they have histories. They've been on adventures. The Switch is missing that sort of continuity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it covers. You know, they've got strong first party support. They've got strong indie support, but there needs to be a multiplayer centric game for people with the Switch because the So this kind of segues. We haven't really got to talk about this. I am super stoked for Dark Souls Remastered. I know. On Switch. And here's why. Uh, f- almost four years ago now, when Dark Souls 2 came out, the, w- the first weekend it was out, my brother-in-law came up. He lives near Dayton. Mm-hmm. He brought his PS3. We played the PS3 version. Uh, his copy. I, I dragged our second TV in the living room. We had a Dark Souls 2 weekend. We're going to be able to do that now, but we're both just going to be able to sit down on the Switch and just chill on the he couch. Has a Switch? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he has a Switch. He would be day one also. <laughs> nice. We And we both, like, the both of us, we were like, yeah, Breath of the Wild is awesome. Mario's awesome. Blah, blah, blah. When are we going to get Dark Souls on Switch? This is something I have been wanting yeah. since Nintendo announced this. When you saw the From Software logo I, I, the night of the Switch announcement, you were like, oh, Dark Souls. Yeah. Well, it's not only that, <laughs> but you remember, so last January, they had the coming out party yeah. for Switch. Then they, they released that graphic of third-party partners. Mm-hmm. You had Bandai Namco in one corner. You had From Software. And I was like, well, what other publisher developer connection do they have right now besides Souls? Mm-hmm. I knew Souls had to run on Switch. It seemed to make sense because those were last-gen games that would run very well on the Switch hardware. Mm-hmm. I have been waiting for this since last January when I saw their logos. I am ridiculously excited about this. When is it? It's May 25th. Okay, so we got some time. We got some time. You're going to play this, right? I will. Okay. This will be my actual first run with Dark Souls. But this is what I'm talking about. I could come over and we could play, hey, hey, let's play some Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Let's let's summon each other into our worlds. Let's beat some bosses. There's going to be that sort of continuity yep. that I really feel like the Switch has been lacking. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that they could use a Sea of Thieves. I think they could use and are getting a Dark Souls. You know what game I want from Switch this year? Hmm. Just completely out of the blue. Hmm. I want a Luigi's Mansion game. Yeah, sure. That's It's time. I think they'll make another one of those because I feel like, what was it, New Moon or Dark Moon, the 3DS yeah. game? That one sold really well. It I think did. It, I think it did even better than the GameCube game. It did. And so I feel like there's room for a, for a, a third one of those, but it probably won't be on 3DS. Hey, let's, let's give it up for 3DS. 70 million units sold. Dude, I still, I still play my 3DS. I love that. That thing, thing sold... And it was dead on arrival in 2010. It's to the they point felt, where they had to have an early adopters yeah. like, ambassador program. They fell flat on their face yeah. at launch. Yeah. That is a pivot that, that once again, Pokemon saved the company. But do you know the game that turned it around, actually, was Ocarina of Time 3D. Yeah. That's the first game yeah, when that they, turned them around. Yeah, I mean, they did that. They did yeah. Star Fox. Yeah. They cracked open the chest. and But they they took like a year for that to happen. It did. Yeah. No, that, that was a rough... 2010 was a really bad year for them. Yep. Uh, but yeah, the Wii had slowed down by then, too. Oh, Wii, Wii was off a cliff by then. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of over. That was their... They were betting the company on 3D... And they weren't betting the company, but... They're betting a lot of their financial results on 3DS that year. You know, they had their pillar strategy, and both of those pillars were kind of weak for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, um, just props to the 3DS as a platform. It's it's been amazing, and it continues. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I I think that was a lot of the new games that we wanted to talk about, right? Yeah, there's still actually... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like those are the two we were really excited about. Sea of Thieves and Celeste. And, you know, uh, we're excited about Zelda winning game of the year. Winning game of the year. Um, I guess what's what's coming up? I mean, Sea of Thieves is next month now. It's technically February, so uh-huh. that's coming next month. Um, there's still some stuff. I, I can give a small Resident Evil 2 update. I know, I'm sure our listeners are, like, waiting for it. I You know what? You sent me this link. Yeah. And I posted it, and your text. I posted it to our, our chat. No one picked. I, I think. Did anyone pick up the story? I don't know. I, haven't, I don't I think anyone see, did. See it. No one picked it up because everyone's like, like this is David's beat. So yeah, let me ah, know the yeah. Resident Evil Two news. So this is this hasn't been confirmed, but there apparently some information was leaked to 4chan. So you know this is, could be reputable. The deal is that Capcom will probably be showing it soon because last year I, I was hoping for something last year, but I got it. Last year was all about Resident Evil Seven, the mm-hmm. DLCs, the Game of the Year edition. I got that. Uh, but, you know, it's been two and a half years now since the initial announcement. And according to this leak, they're going to show it. And it might be kind of divisive. First of all, one thing the leak said is instead of the fixed uh, camera angle, static view, they're going to go with an over-the-shoulder view, mm-hmm. a la Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6. I'm not too upset about that. My whole thing about that is Resident Evil 2 was one of the slower-paced Resident Evil games. The yeah, zombies weren't running. They yeah. couldn't. They weren't smart. If you let people, if you give them an over-shoulder view, what that means is you'll have precise aiming. So you're going to have to make the zombies smarter or faster because otherwise you'll just run roughshod over. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Uh, I guess, so one of the things Resident Evil 2 did really well, not just for Resident Evil, but this is a big deal. They gave you two campaigns. When you beat the game with one character, you unlocked the other character's beat campaign. It told their story of what was happening in parallel to the first character you beat the game with. Mm -hmm. They're not going to do that. They're still going to have two campaigns, Leon and Claire, and the original shipped on two CDs, if you remember. Yeah. But it's not going to be one of those things where 
Uh, in Resident Evil 2, they had the zap system where if you picked up certain items with one character, they wouldn't be available for the other. That's right. But there still will be two campaigns. Leanne and Claire will have their own stories. You'll just be able to play them whenever you want. You won't have to beat the game with one to get the other. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. So they took out, there's a scene, I don't know, like halfway through, maybe the, the back half of the game, where you're in these sewers and like this giant crocodile comes bursting through the wall. It's sort of a puzzle. You can't kill it with your weapons. You have to get it. You have to knock this like giant gas canister loose, run down the hall, wait until it bites the gas canister and then shoot the canister and it explodes. They're taking the crocodile out and people were super pissed about this. I don't care because it wasn't like a huge part of the game for me. <laughs> so Resident Evil 2 fans are, I mean, you know me. I'm I know crazy. you guys are all crazy. We're but, all crazy. Um, Is this going to be on Switch? I don't know. That's the thing they haven't announced. Now Capcom has shown great support for Switch. So it could be great, but remember they started development in 2015. So if they didn't have Switch SDKs by then, this might be a PC, Xbox One, PS4 deal. That makes me even more sad. I know. If it's on Switch, I'll definitely get it for Switch. I, I'm really starting to think, you know, like you're saying, oh, Capcom and Nintendo have a good relationship, but Monster Hunter World just came out. It's not on Switch. Well, but see, I think Capcom and they're using that same argument. We were working on this before Switch even existed. August twenty fifteen. Like, nobody had, had SDKs. But you've been working with Nintendo forever. Here's you know? the thing: they, 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 and and Monster Hunter was known as a Nintendo property. Not not a property, but a game that you played on 3DS. Yeah. A game that you played on Nintendo Wii U. Even. But you know what? They've been they've been putting their eggs in different baskets for a while. Street Fighter V is a Sony exclusive. That's where I think this is going. I think Sony's going to acquire Capcom. I, I think someone's about to buy Capcom because they're they have some IPs that would be worth being exclusive. Yeah. Now Sony's only been doing it. Because you can be on PC, but we're a console exclusive. That's yeah. been their thing. Now, Monster Hunter's on both Xbox One and PS4, and then PC later. So the thing is, I think if they, I think if they want to do Resident Evil Two on Switch, who knows? When they announce this game someday, they might announce it as a day one Switch game. Mm-hmm. It might come later, kind of like they're doing with Mega Man Legacy Collection. They're combining mm-hmm. those. What, collection one and two and putting that on switch this year yeah they announced mega man 11 that's going to be on switch and everything else yeah so just, i they're being selective with it they're not they are they're because i honestly at launch i wanted street fighter 5 and on i did, switched yeah yeah i'm like this thing runs on unreal it could totally have been a switch game does switch have a strong fighting game yet i feel like that's another niche that needs to be filled no no there's no Pokin. That's eh, not. I'm talking like Street Fighter, Tekken, Mortal Kombat. They have a bad, a very expensive Street Fighter 2 game. But then that. Oh, new, yeah. The Ugh. new Street Fighter that you were going crazy the, over. I'm still excited for that. 30th that, anniversary yeah, collection. Yeah. That one's coming to Switch. Yeah. And that will be. With the online best. play. So that'll. That'll be the best fighter. Yeah. But they didn't get fighters, uh, Dragon Ball fighters. They didn't get. Uh, you know, Switch is getting left out on a lot of the fighting games. It is. Because PS4 is viewed as the fighting game platform now which i mean it's got it's the dominant console between those two you know ps4 yeah. and xbox so but you know a lot yeah. of the pro gamers are playing on pc anyway you know are they i think a lot of them do huh okay. uh but i don't know it's hard to say yeah uh the the game from an esports perspective at nintendo that's doing very well is smash 4 so that's the one mm. that i would think that's- probably has a chance of coming to switch I, I yeah Soon. I think we're gonna get a Smash Brothers Deluxe before we get a Smash Five yeah 
That seems to be the next logical step for I that. I think a Smash Bros. Deluxe would make a lot of sense. Yeah. And it would sell... It, oh, yeah, but it would sell like hotcakes. It would sell. Uh, just to close uh, to close the loop on Resident Evil 2, this, these leaks have been unconfirmed. The community is talking about them, but because we they really haven't had anything... Resin, people looking forward for Resident Evil 2 remake haven't had anything to talk about since August 2015 when the director came out with the logo in the background and said, like, yes, you're, it's happening. You're not, been, you're not as news-starved of a community no. as the F-Zero people are. That's true. We have that going We are us. a meager people. Yeah. And we have no news. You have nothing. There is no water. We, I think I'm the only person in the games media that even talks about F-Zero anymore. I just kind of, I missed the boat on that. But you know what? I didn't really get into Mario Kart until Double Dash on GameCube. Well, that's why you missed the best F-Zero. It's F-Zero X yeah, for 64. Game, or 64? Oh, best game by Not far. the GameCube version? The GameCube version was very polished. The best racer is F-Zero X. Is that far. the version that's on Wii U? One of them yes. came to Wii U. Okay. It came to Wii U the week before Switch launched. As oh, like, okay. okay. As like they're kind of like spitting in my mouth right before the switch came out. I'm like, gee, thanks. This game you could have released four years ago when this system had no software is coming out the week before Breath of the Wild. Yeah, great. Thanks, Nintendo. Yeah. Um, and thanks for not inviting us to the Labo event, by the way. Top drawer. Private press conference for Labo? We weren't invited. Damn. I know. Monster Hunter World? No, we don't get that copy. Early. I guess we could talk about that, though. Didn't Nintendo announce that the Switch Online is coming in September? That's right. And there's still no virtual console news. None. I don't think virtual console exists. I, I think I think they're just going to get eShop games. Well, that and people are going the anthology route. Mega Man, if you want Mega Man 1 through 10, you're going to buy the anthology. That's fine. You know, and, oh, It is fine, <laughs> but I also, like, I still want my damn GameCube games. I, I want it just it makes my wii u more valuable to me yeah i the virtual console yeah yeah I, I have all my virtual console games on wii u i can still play them even my yeah. wii yeah I even still, my 3ds yeah, even my ds yep those games are still there so i'm like yeah. i i wish they i i hope there's they have a solution that people are going to want to do um with their subscription service because xbox game pass now has this thing where Sea of Thieves is going to be part of Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. $10 a month, you get to play Xbox first-party games for free. Tears of that. War 4? I read that story. Can I just say that this lends more credence to my belief that Xbox is moving towards games as a service? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, my whole thing is, what's to stop them from taking Game Pass to Switch? Sure. Why not? That'd be great. More subscribers. That'd yeah. would be great. I'd play Sea of Thieves on Switch. We just talked about that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I microsoft might have just realized our core competencies are in cloud and software yeah so let's be a cloud and software game company let's not worry about making the best hardware ever made and that's the thing one of my articles from e3 last year was mm -hmm. microsoft is covering all bases if you want a console they have a console if you don't you play you use uh, play anywhere on pc mm -hmm. and now this games pass why not go multi-platform yeah and what they're doing with minecraft i think has been really encouraging too mm-hmm uh, the play together yeah. strategy and yeah. Sony really being the the ones there, the stick in the mud about that. Yeah. Um, Case point: Charles and I can't play Rocket League together because I have Switch and he has yeah, PS4, and I you're know. on PC. And yeah, yeah, I know. I know. That's lame. They tried. Yeah. If they ever they did, get, it, well, that was not on. Uh, if it's Cyan if Psionics ever does that, they're getting an award. 
Yeah. Um, but they, they yeah, do it for Shaq News Award. They might. They they very could. They very well could win the Do It for Shaq News Award. It's early though. It's only February. It is. That's yeah. true. D- January went by very quickly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was. I don't know what. Else? So yeah, there's this other thing that we've been dancing around. I think I know what this is. We should probably talk about it. Yeah, you haven't talked about this yet. No, anywhere, not online. I said one thing online about it, and then that was it. Yeah. Um, and I posted on the chatty about it the day that it happened. I wrote an article about it, but then yeah, I've been radio silent about it just because yeah. it's dumb. You know, it is it, dumb. It's just dumb. It's. I think I'll. I'll just flat out say I think it's bullshit. It sucks. Yeah. So Shack News was labeled spam yeah. or fake news or dangerous content or whatever by Facebook. Yeah. They deleted months, six months of posts. Sorry, removed. Whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Whatever language they use. Remove them. Didn't yeah. mention it to us. Didn't message us. Didn't say, "Hey, your account has been flagged for blah blah blah. You're you're you failed this test for whatever reason." They just did it. Yeah. And then three days later, after our article went live, after we sent in the support ticket, all of our posts reappeared. Not a message from them. Nothing. This is the same company that wants to let their users objectively choose the best move, the best news site. Yeah. And it's the same company that has, they tout their user number of 2 billion active users, but you really have to wonder how many of those are just Russian bots. Yeah. So they're a company that touts their numbers so fervently. And treat their users like complete crap. Yeah. So I'm done. I like I'm not trying to be some drama queen. Like, oh my god, I'm quitting Facebook forever. I didn't delete my account. I left it there. There's my last post as like an as it's a place for my friends to come to. Yeah. And burn ashes or whatever you want to talk about. Right. Go to my last Facebook post and yeah. talk about it there. But I'm done. I'm out. You can't treat your users like that. No screw that place i think the worst part is there's no communication you just find out all those posts are gone and then oh you find out they're back like that's poor service it's just rude yeah it's it it shows a lack of care for their community they don't give a damn about you you're giving them as a facebook user so much information yeah for free and they are turning around and monetizing it did you look at a New Balance shoe today? Guess what? You're going to see a New Balance ad the second post on your Facebook feed. Yep. Are you traveling? Are you looking at GDC hotels? You're going to see ads for hotels in that second part of your feed. Yeah. They're constantly monitoring you. No one has any privacy on that site. That company is pure evil. Yep. I want them to fail. I don't like them at all. I'm done. As a, as a customer... I don't want to do business with them. And you know what's sad? If you look at it from a growth standpoint, they're making more money on the internet than anyone outside of Google. That's crazy. 
so they're, they're now doing with it they're now the second or first largest display ad company in the world mm-hmm. and they don't pay, they don't pay for any of their content you know google doesn't either google has some things with their youtube creators that they do yeah but google i and i think they're guilty of a lot of these things they've never treated their users this poorly that's the difference yeah is it's like an abusive relationship at facebook yeah and people need to just wake up at there's going to be a point where people reach the same level of frustration that i do and they just leave what i noticed i i was there for about a year right i went in kicking and screaming Mm -hmm. but everyone's like how are you gonna tell me to be active on social media boss when you're not on facebook (laughs) So I'm like, fine, I'll set up a Facebook account. Yeah. Here's what I've learned. The people that I like and respect the most in the real world who I'm friends with on Facebook are the least active people. They don't like anything. They don't post anything. They don't comment on anything. They just exist. Yeah. They're zombies looking at their feed they're afraid the community there is almost afraid to interact with each other because it's become such a combative place if you say anything someone's there to jump down your throat so no one wants to say anything anymore that's that's exactly what happened to me that's i pulled the plot i deleted my account after the 2016 election i didn't even get into it with anybody i just found i was toxic I didn't feel good during or after using Facebook, so I said, fuck it, and I pulled up stakes and I left. Yeah, and the thing is, all these things that I dislike about Facebook, the opposite's true over at Twitter. I Twitter doesn't give preferential treatment to posts. There is no chronology on Facebook feeds. Mm-hmm. That is propaganda. Yep. What you're is. looking at there is what they think is the best thing to shove down your throat. What is this dummy going to sit there and look at? What I really hate that's is what, that's how they view you. They overtly change your options. Every other time I log on to Facebook, I have to say no, not top stories, newest stories. Yep. That they'll change it back. But the next time you come back, yeah. you have to do that again. Yep. There's no setting. It's just for that instant. Yep. You can here's your feed with chronological order yep. or not top story. Um yeah, so I feel like that's one thing that people will get tired of. And you're gonna see content creators choose a side here. Because mm-hmm. there's a war. It's YouTube versus facebook facebook and their square shape videos versus youtube and their high quality production yeah and then there's another there's twitch twitch is now doing vod stuff video on demand stuff Mm -hmm. they're offering a video producer suite they're doing all sorts of stuff to enable creators to upload just content not just do live streams so because at the same time when facebook's being ridiculously abusive YouTube a few weeks ago redefined what their levels for monetization are, mm-hmm. and they kicked a ton of people off the monetization. Yeah, program. I remember hearing about that. So a lot of content creators were pissed off there. We're not affected there, but I can tell you our revenue from YouTube is p- 
pathetic mm-hmm. and we had a ton of views last year mm-hmm. it's like it's not we had a lot of viewable hours it's just revenues in video have plummeted there's a trend here ad revenues in general on the internet for websites are going down and two companies are sitting there making all the money it's facebook and google mm-hmm. so i can't sit here and be like oh yeah i love google over facebook i think they're both kind of evil mm-hmm. in their own ways but google has never treated me the way that facebook has as a user you know and even just yeah it's i'm done i I never really saw the benefit once Mm. of having it yeah twitter you know there was a yesterday um red den redemption had its uh release date announced yeah i heard about it on twitter Mm-hmm. I didn't see anything on Google about it. It wasn't on Facebook. There, you know, I wasn't reading Facebook, but I'm just saying, like, it, Twitter is where I go to for real time news. Real time news, also anything professional. I feel like Facebook is still for like photo albums and memes, mm-hmm. but Twitter, yeah, I heard about it on Twitter. I've actually really come around to Twitter. I think those are words you might have thought you'd never hear me say. No, I knew you would. Yeah, I, it's. I always said to you, Twitter is what you make of it. Yeah. And that's what I like about it is I follow these people. I think they have useful things to say. Mm -hmm. Even if you're tired of following someone, you can mute them without hurting their feelings. Like it's just easy to exist. And what I, I find myself liking and sharing things way more on Twitter than I ever do on Facebook. Also posting way more. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like people get offended when you post too much on Facebook. Oh, you're cl- crowding my wall with all these posts. Yeah. So everyone's so it's such ego driven site. Whereas fa- Twitter's just like spit out as much information at me as possible. Mm-hmm. I want useful information. Right. I want to curate it. Um, but yeah, I, I'll, I'll say I learned some things in my year at Facebook. I learned some things about how people interact with media, but it's a horrible way to share information Mm -hmm. and it is the leading cause of fake news so for us to be labeled that has been offensive yeah and that's something like yeah i'm not coming back Mm -hmm. people are like well it's i remember when the the shack feed came back that oh you're gonna come back i'm like no Mm -hmm. not after the way they treated us right i'm good you guys can go ahead and please if you're on facebook you see our articles like them Mm -hmm. i'm done yeah I, it's, it's, it wasn't worth it and it's 0.04 percent of page views come from facebook yeah there's no reason to fight for that but other websites i know they get 50 percent of their their page views from facebook so it's it's another example of shack news being late to a platform but also perhaps our users just hate facebook mm-hmm. which that's fine i kind of agree Mm -hmm. so it's like let's go twitter and i can't wait to see show everyone what our redesign looks like because i think some of the frustrations that i'm laying out here about what's wrong with facebook i think i can fix and implement on shack news Mm -hmm. so we won't you won't need to go to facebook right unless you want to talk to your grandma you know pictures share of pictures your of nieces, your cats yeah i mean i shared a lot of pictures of lola in my year on facebook it's mm-hmm. probably the best thing to grace your feed yes you know so it's like 
I, I'm just saying, like, I, I think I made Facebook a better place for the year I was there, mm-hmm. but it wasn't worth it. No. I'm done. The other thing that I don't think is worth my time, because while we're shitting on things, especially yeah. talking about ads, we got rid of programmatic ads this week At on Shack News. Yes. It's over. The Amazon redirects are over. You can all unblock Shack News from adblock <laughs> from uBlock. you can use our website if you really want to if you awesome. want to go if you want to go on chrome use chrome shack the extension go on the chatty and do your lols on a desktop mm-hmm. it gives us page views because chatty page views are down 90 percent since 2012 yeah and it's not just because of apps you know there's there's all sorts of reasons why that's happening but i think this will help i think this is a first step to make things at least more accessible on the site the ads were bad i had to turn on ad i couldn't edit the site yeah the last six months i've had ad block on i posted on chatty i said run ad block i i've given up i couldn't stop it it was there these guys these same guys that facebook didn't block yeah they're they're the ones that are getting into these ad exchanges putting the crappy ads in there so fast that the people who are removing them by the time they remove them they already have another one in there and they're very good about hiding who they are yeah so it's like it was like a shell game Mm -hmm. and i'm like am i gonna play this shell game for the rest of my life for like insignificant amount of money like no that's not that's not a good use of my time right that's not a good use it's not a good user experience Mm -mm. 70 percent of our users every month new never been to shack news yeah they if i were a person that was new to shack news and i was served a shitty ad i would run and never come back Mm -hmm. that to me i think has led to the churn that we were experiencing yeah i think so so i'm like no Let's see what happens when we don't do this. And we have other revenue streams. So we're going to focus on those. But yeah, it, this was a big deal. It took a while to implement because we had ad sales people that were like, no, things are going to get better. I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt bad talking to these people because I know that they're the people that we're working with. I don't want to name names or anything, but the. The companies that we have done business with and the people that have tried to help me on the tech side remove these things, I believe they were trying their best. It's just that the system is it's like the deck is stacked against them. Yeah. And they it's like there's nothing you can do. Yeah. I'm like, can you I I straight up ask these people, I'm like, can you guarantee me that you'll not you won't run uh a Amazon gift card redirect full screen takeover on iOS. Can you guarantee that to me? They're like, no, no, I don't want to do business with you. Yeah. It's not worth it. I'm, we're pissing off our core users. Yeah. And 90% of people are blocking ads anyway. So if you could imagine running a store and nine out of 10 people don't pay you, you're like, why am I even selling anything? Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. That that that's that's where, that was the realization I got to, mm-hmm. and it, it it occurred in the last. I had been talking about this with you for a while, 
Yeah. Um, but it, we finally did it. And I hope you guys are enjoying the Shack News experience more now uh, than before. This is just the very first step. But this was something that I was like, no, we have to do it now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that happened. Definitely important. Yeah. But, yeah, th- those two things are not related. I just want to stress that. Okay. These are two different things that happened. Okay. I don't know what happened at Facebook. No one will ever tell me. I don't know that. I think, I don't think a lot of people know what's happening at Facebook. So, yeah, as. And, like, we have a decent relationship with Oculus. They're very nice people over there. They were acquired by Facebook. I'm sure there's good people in the chatty that work at Facebook. You know, and it's not all those people. But the actual entity is bad. Mm -hmm. And I look forward to its demise. Yeah, I can get behind that. Like, I am definitely... As this market starts to tank which it might have started today it was down 600 points i saw that um facebook's gonna be my punching bag because it's like 400 some billion Mm -hmm. do you really think facebook should be worth 400 billion dollars no what value do they create yeah it's ridiculous all they do is make money off other people's stuff the problem with facebook is the same thing that's happened to every other social media platform in history you get uncool people stop using it when their user numbers start to decline, it's over. Yep. That's when it's game over for them. Mm-hmm. Can they... You can, are you going to get another 2 billion users? No. <laughs> yeah. There's nowhere really to go but down There's, for There's, what, 7 billion people on the planet, and probably 5 billion of them don't really have access to clean water. Yeah. Let alone internet. Yeah. I don't know if it's... Fact check my numbers. (laughs) It could be 2 billion that don't have water. Who knows? Yeah. Either way, there's a large amount of people out there that aren't going to have Facebook. Yeah. It's not a priority. Nope. Food, water, you know, upward mobility. (laughs) Those are things that that matter. Yeah. And at the same time that this is going on, where we're overvaluing the platform, you have idiots like Logan Paul. You know, I don't want to talk too much about, but you have idiots like him Mm -hmm. that show you this idea of internet celebrity and valuing it is dangerous because you're putting your entire brand behind one person. We've seen it with PewDiePie. We've seen it with Logan Paul. We've seen it. You're seeing it even in Hollywood, you know, with people putting their money behind or athletes. Yeah. yeah, You know, you've seen it all sorts of areas. I think we're seeing society step back and be like, oh, man, maybe we shouldn't be valuing these things. Yeah. So Facebook will be at the epicenter of that, I believe. Mm -hmm. This was just the beginning. Yeah. Um, They were lucky to have me the year that I was there. Yep. And I'm good. I don't want to use it. Don't want to talk about it. You know how I felt over a year ago. And nothing of value was lost. (laughs) No, I know. And it sucks because I met a lot of people in the industry on there because it's constantly monitoring you mm-hmm. it knows where you are it knows friends of friends so it recommends you to people who know someone else who may mm-hmm. know you it does a very good job of fiddling into your contact list and recommending you to people yeah so yeah I, this was why i avoided it for so long mm-hmm. i became friends with so many people i never talked to from high school yeah i don't give a shit about any of them 
I have four friends from <laughs> high school, and I yeah. talk to them every day. I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah. On a stupid Google Hangout chat. Yeah. Because we're like 8,000 years old. We talk on Google Hangouts. Right. We don't have a Slack. We're old men talking yeah. in Google Hangout. Yeah. Those are my four buddies from high school. We talk. Mm-hmm. Every all the other hundred people that were friends with me on Facebook that oh boy. Yeah. They found me through someone. I was like, yeah. You could have the same way. I yeah. I don't get it. They're more acquaintances from high school than I have by my core friends and then, you know, four hundred other acquaintances or whatever. Right? Yeah. So what's the point of this? Yeah. No one gives a shit about you. Yeah. They were they were just busy showing pictures of their kids. Right. I'm like setting yeah. setting pictures of their kids as their profile pictures, which yeah. annoys me to no end. Yeah, I don't know. Or those joint accounts, Kevin and Stacy. Oh, Lauder, that's, yeah, that those pisses are, me off. Yeah, no, I yeah, that's those might be the worst people. Yeah, that's bad. It's bad. Yeah, um, and yeah, you know, Instagram's also owned by Facebook, so yeah, yeah you got you got that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think it was a learning experience. Yeah. And you came out the other side. Sure. For now. It's just frustrating because we tried, man. We did all sorts of stuff on Facebook. We posted dank memes. Yeah, we, I remember those. We those live cool. streamed. Yeah. Uh, we've done promoted ads. We've done a lot of video content made for Facebook. Mm-hmm. I made Greg make square-shaped videos. He hates making square shaped videos because Greg likes making quality content. Yeah. Square shaped videos are dog shit. Right. Let's take a third of the screen to put giant bold text on either side of a widescreen video. That's where we're at right now. And they'll get 8 million views. So it's like, yeah, the one that Greg and I were, Greg was really triggered by was new Zelda confirmed. Did you see that one? GameSpot ran a story about the new Zelda being confirmed. Oh, that they're working on one? Nintendo was like, yeah, we're working on one. And they said, they ran with the story, New Zelda confirmed. Of course, GameSpot did. They got to hit that SEO. Yeah. So solid work. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it had 8 million views. And it was a video that had nothing to do with a New Zelda game. Uh, so props to them. But Those we're, clicks. We're out of that game. Good. We got it. We're in a different game. You know, and Shaq News, I saw, I saw a comment. I don't know. Did you see the chat today where we were talking about the Tesla story that we ran? No. Because I, they're like, they're like, Tesla solar roof product uh, will be available at Home Depot, and I'm like, do we cover Tesla? Not really, but we do cover tech. Tech, yeah, tech and solar roofs. That, that falls into that category. I think it falls into the new Shack News universe. And also, I try to think about it from, is it something that our readers would care about? And yeah, I do think our readers would care about solar panels on their home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot. Our, our, our community tends to be wealthier and older and families, you know, people with families. Uh, so I think that it made sense. But that, like, it's been funny. We've been... There have been a couple stories this year where I'm like, I told everyone at the beginning of the year, I'm like, let's push the boundaries for what we cover. I would say that look to The Verge or look to Recode Mm -hmm. as two examples of how we would cover tech differently than maybe a year ago. Mm -hmm. 
So we will cover just out there kind of VR sex robot stories or yeah. things that are on the cutting edge of technology. And, and Tesla's solar panel, they're, they're shingles yeah. that, that are solar panels. Right. It's gorgeous. Yeah. So something cool. Uh, but someone was like, wow, hard-hitting game journalism here. I'm like, we're going to cover what we're going to cover. Yeah. And it's not going to be Doctor Who uh, episode recaps. Right. That's not what we're doing. No, good. So I don't have to dissect the new movie trailers for Marvel superhero movie 852. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, other websites will do that, and they'll do it adequately. But I'm not we're not the ones so we're still what i would say is we're still figuring out exactly what the boundaries are but i'm i don't think we've crossed anything yet i think i think we're gonna just keep uh keep covering what we do uh but it's because we're we're not game spot we're not uh we don't have game in our title we're shack news Mm -hmm. so we get to define every day we come to work we get to define what Shack News is. Right. You know? So Shack News is a site that cares about gaming, that cares about PC gaming, that cares about console gaming. You know, that we want to run stories about GPU shortages and cryptocurrency. You know, I think cryptocurrency is a thing that we can cover. It falls into our purview. It, right. Our community has a daily thread about it. Right. You know, I tend to look at our community and I'm like, yeah, you know, we don't necessarily make it for make content specifically for them, but a lot of the time they have a lot of important things to say or think th- they bring up a lot of important things. There's been a daily Celeste thread, you know, there was a daily Sea of Thieves closed beta thread, right? PUBG was a thing in the chatty way before we, we were late to covering it last year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna have too much religion. We're not going to be these. And yeah, we're willing to run enthusiast headlines. If like we liked Sea of Thieves a lot, our whole staff did. Yeah. So we're gonna run a story about how we really liked Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna be the. I got yelled at on Twitter. I don't know if you can call it being yelled at, but I was called unprofessional uh, because I thought it was dumb to not clap at press conferences. They're like, "Hey guys, don't clap at press conferences," and I'm like that's dumb <laughs> like if if there's an f-zero announced i'm gonna fucking have a parade outside of the la convention center yeah you know like yeah. i i'm not in this because I, I i'm not i'm not some like grizzled old journalist that's like yeah i don't really care about what i do but i just do it because that's what i do mm-hmm. that's not me I would I would have shut down Shack News by now if that were the case. Yeah, I think it's I think part of this industry is you know just because you're excited about an announcement doesn't mean you're shilling. You know, I don't yeah. think people should conflate those. I yeah, think, I think part of video games are supposed to be fun. If you're excited, be excited. That's part of the. I would think that would be a big factor in personality driven content. Mm-hmm. You want someone. You look, man. When Resident Evil Two remake trailer hits in four or five years, I'm going to be super excited about mm-hmm. it. I'm going to be writing about that. I will be covering that. Yeah, you know. No, I, it's. Yeah, I'm basically the senior F Zero reporter. Mm-hmm. If that ever happens, I'll be all over that. But yeah. yeah I, it was funny being like called unprofessional by by another editor in chief hmm. because I'm willing to clap at an event. I think I missed this, but yeah, this was weeks ago. Uh. Um, and yeah, I don't need to say who it was. 
but I could. Um, no, it's, yeah. there's, there's no reason to throw anyone under the bus. I think they got caught kind of being too prickly. Hmm. And I was just like, my comeback was, you know, Shack News started as a Quake fan site, right? Right. Yeah, we have our roots in, <laughs> in fandom. So yeah. we're kind of, we were the ones to cheer on id software right our motto is do it for shack news we are cheering you guys on out there we are encouraging game developers and that's why game developers like talking to us yeah we talk to them not about expectations of games or revenue we talk to them about the challenges of making the games the story behind the game you know and like you look at content like rocket jump or stairway to badass yeah you look at our interviews that we do at E3, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, or Greg's interviews, you know, yeah. like there's, we're talking to people and we want them to succeed. We're not out there. We interviewed some really small companies at CES. Like people had never heard of some of these and we're doing it because we are like, Hey, you guys are doing something different. We're going to help single signal boost you. And I think what we're finding is that Indies are coming to us in a big way. Uh, and companies like Devolver are really interested in working with us because they have that attitude too. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Devolver, they're kind of, they're jazzy over there. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they, they got some, they gave us the genital jousting review code. Yeah. And we reviewed the hell out of that game. Yeah. You know, that was one of the best reviews I've read. They, on our they, site. Yeah. Devolver's cool. They also have really fun, um, setups at e3 they're usually outside the convention center and they're Mm -hmm. grilling and they're having fun yeah yeah that's cool their vibe kind of fits our vibe yeah uh so yeah it's i think we we'll have some announcements about that in the future but i i'm liking the response to what we're bringing yeah so to me it's like yeah i'm gonna keep doing what i'm doing but you guys over there keep not clapping i think you know what i'm I actually think there's room for more gaming sites to do their own thing mm-hmm. because I look at, and this isn't, you know, I'm not disparaging the sites or anyone writing for them, but I look at IGN and GameSpot, it's increasingly hard for me to tell them apart. Yeah, they are very similar. You know, they just, they've kind of become, they've been assimilated into popular culture more than games. They're reviewing comics, reviewing TV shows, dissecting movie shows. I, would, I think there's an audience for that. I mm-hmm. actually like the review for some of that. You know, IGN, for example, is one of the first sites to have reviews for the shows I watch up, like Better Call Saul, yeah. Always Sunny, South Park. And they're, and they're well-written. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's also they've kind of, to a point, I guess you could say, I was going to say they've lost their identity, but they're also kind of, forging a new one but it's hard to forge an identity when you're just kind of doing everything you know i got a real quick hot take about ign okay because you just mentioned them yeah they've had some serious turnover there yes naomi naomi kyle left Mm -hmm. kaylee plog left under sexual harassment i remember is she the one who went to GameSpot? that's right i heard about that story and steve butts out as eic Oh, i did not hear that wow steve's a cool guy he's out Hmm. And instead of putting in someone new or a woman or something, Peer is in charge again. Hmm. The editor, the editorial director who let all these things happen is now in charge of <laughs> IGN again. Yeah. That's where I'm like, he has too much power over there. 
if this is what's going on. Right. I don't think it's his fault at all, whatever happened. But you can't look at him and be like, yeah, you were uh, you were the editorial director when this all went down. Here, now you're EIC again. That's weird to me. It, it, this was an opportunity for them to really... And it's it's been quickly swept under the rug. People, you didn't even know. No. Yeah, it, Steve Butts is out as editor-in-chief. Oh, that's too bad. And it was due to sexual harassment at the workplace. So it's like, that bothers me. That a company doesn't really change from a management standpoint. No. And they still get all those sponsorship deals and everything. You know, and I'm not... And I'm not saying, like, go to GameSpot over IGN. Right. But I have friends who are female that work at GameSpot, and they like it there. Mm -hmm. And I know people that have worked at IGN, and they're saying it was not good, and it was known for a while. So to me, it's like their problems are bigger than content. Yeah. Um, But people need to... People are... It's like there's so much horrible news that comes out every day that it's like what's the next terrible news story yeah people forget people forget that elizabeth scott settled with upload vr for sexual harassment Mm -hmm. that they had a room in their office dedicated to sex at work yeah (laughs) there was like used condoms and condom wrappers and underwear that girls were asked to clean up that they were treating the women at their company like they were maids yeah that's Companies are still Disgusting. giving them sponsorship dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. This the it's it, when you're us, you know, we have a virtual office. I think it I honestly think I've created a great place to work yeah. at Shack News. Yeah. It's frustrating to see these companies that are bigger, worse managed, and treating people like crap, treating women poorly, treating whoever poorly. That's not right. Yeah, people need to actually stand up and be like, you know what? I'm not going to go to this site until they actually change. Yep, agreed. And that's where I where I agree. They're GameSpot, IGN, Polygon to a lesser extent. They're all kind of converging into the same content. Kotaku, Kotaku's always had its own voice, and it's becoming more and more vulgar. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have their voice. But I would say that those three that I mentioned are kind of converging. They have the entertainment news section. They have their esports section. The one thing I will say positively about IGN, I've always felt their video content was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they're doing on Disney, very good. But that's my point. They have a show on Disney. Yeah. And they're yeah. getting and 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 their editor in chief has been fired for sexual harassment. Yep. So it's like, it just shows you, like, th- these companies are not getting the proper penalties. No. People are. People are. But the brands are surviving. Yeah. And it's like, no, it, it was, it, I was talking to someone else who's been in the industry for a while, and I, I didn't know who was the acting editor-in-chief, and I heard it was Pierre. I was like, Really? How are you going to put someone who was in charge of all this in charge? Mm-hmm. They, I thought that was a moment. I, I, have, I have some friends over there that I thought would have been better editors-in-chief. Um, it's just weird. So I, I hope they figure it out because I do think they make good content. 
you know and they do a good like you said they they do a good job covering stuff but it's not they're not doing anything that's like rocket jump they're not doing anything yeah they're they don't have a community stream for rocket league right you know <laughs> like they're just they've become a very monolithic thing yeah and they're hiding behind the monolith right now and mm-hmm. it's like no you guys should be i i appreciate what the staff did when they walked out mm-hmm. that happened late last year when they all walked out until i think it was vincent what was held to to task for what he did there were two people there mm-hmm. sexually harassing women mm-hmm. um for years that's too bad so yeah i i, I want them to i don't know i i wish them luck because I, I i don't i have friends that work there i don't want them to lose their jobs no but no. i want companies who spend advertising dollars and marketing spend and companies who give review copies out to maybe think about who they're giving their review copies out to yeah and they don't they're just like how many unique visitors do they get right that's where i'm like in your whatever of this i I understand how people get jaded in this industry, but for me, I'm not getting jaded as much as I am just pointing like, Hey, that's bullshit. Right. (laughs) It's not. Yeah. It's different than being jaded. If I wasn't pissed off about this, I'd be jaded. Right. I'm pissed off. And I think everyone else should be too. Absolutely. You know, it's, this is something that, uh, the me too movement, the times up movement. Like I stand behind that. I'm listening. I'm a dude. So I'm just going to listen. And, but when I do hear someone and I believe them, I'm going to signal boost the fuck out of it. You absolutely said. I was actually going to say, you know, the, the Me Too movement has made far fewer waves in our industry than I expected. Mm-hmm. Just because I've seen things. Mm-hmm. I've, well, I haven't seen things. I've heard things. Rumors and hearsay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you know, this industry, which really, like the majority of people who work in it, on either side of the proverbial desk, it can be sophomoric and juvenile. I'm surprised there aren't more stories like what we heard from from Upload VR mm-hmm. and IGN. To say nothing of those brands, but just the type of people who can get caught up in that. It's just funny to me that we're sitting in Northeast Ohio. We're considered yeah. like backwoods hicks. Yeah. In Northeast Ohio. I Clearly, I'm not white, but they view this region as backwards. Oh, you guys voted for Trump. But where are we hearing about these things happening? Silicon Valley (laughs) and San Francisco, the bastion of liberalism. Yep. Where people are allegedly the most pro-female, you know, women's rights. forward-thinking, open-minded. No. Advocates. Those are the biggest boys clubs we've ever seen. Yep. Video game studios? Boys club. Video game websites? Boys clubs. Right. And also, not very diverse. No. Yeah, so it's like you talk about minority representation you talk about female representation those mm. big sites do a terrible job of both of those things yep agreed so it's like i i i'm not throwing shade at individuals who work at those companies but as an organization especially upload i'm shocked that those guys are still there mm. that the founders are still there yeah that's amazing because their vcs must not give a fuck about women if that's what's going on yeah if they're if it was my money going into that company every month. Yeah. There's no way in hell I would keep the same people in charge. No. And props to Elizabeth for standing up. Mm-hmm. Cause that 
is not easy to do and she got blackballed in this industry a ton of companies wouldn't work with her after that and that's that's the that's that's the the, opposite of what should be happening that's the other side of it that pisses me off yeah so yeah i'm we've gone off the rails it's all right there was a a lot of outrage that i had that had been building up for months so good discussions and yeah i I think they're important discussions yeah they're not this isn't just me taking shots this is me just thinking about things that like shouldn't be Mm -hmm. and just it's frustrating because you're like you're not it's not hard to not sexually harass someone at work yeah that's not hard is the bar this low it's really funny. I was watching an interview with Jerry Seinfeld and someone asked him like, so what do you think of the, the Louis CK situation? And he's like, I, I don't even understand it. I'm not that I don't have the sort of, I guess, mental disorder that would make me do the things he did to me. And he was, I like that he was frank and candid about it. He didn't try to crack a joke. He was like, I don't, I don't even get why anyone would do that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, that's kind of how I'm sitting here feeling like why it's not hard don't sexually harass people. Don't say or do things that would be construed as sexual harassment. Don't call someone and ask to masturbate to whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I like that he was completely bewildered because I feel like that's how I feel. I feel yeah. like that's how normal people feel. Like, I don't know why anyone would do this. And just even my friends in the, my female friends in the games industry, either in the media or just working at companies. The whole dick pics thing, that yeah. that's still a thing, mm-hmm. is baffling. Yeah. It's like, stop. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Stop. It's utterly bizarre and disgusting and juvenile boys club behavior. It, But it, it, my problem is, as a dude who's not doing this, yeah, you know, I, I send pictures to girls. I do. I'll be honest with you. I'm going to sure. come clean. Sure. Of my dog. Yeah. All the time. Do you, do you ever feel like do you ever feel like we're kind of in a last uh, nice guys finish last situation? You Clearly. look at, you look at upload VR and it's like those guys are still in charge and it's like you say we're over here at Shack News creating nice virtual work environments encouraging people. You have a, yeah, I like this direction. You're encouraging people to to work to their strengths. But it's like we're not getting you know the the attention the support from from publishers and we're like the rodney dangerfield of the situation right we get no respect right this year i'm gonna get us some respect that's all i'm saying yeah we deserve it and i think some companies are warming up to us some companies are being like you know what influencers aren't the way of the future we're not getting any return on investment right other people are like you know what maybe we shouldn't be rolling out the red carpet for upload I'm not talking about the writers. I'm saying the founders. Right. When I saw them get their hands on at uh, at Oculus Connect Four, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, gee, you're just rolling it out for them. Yeah, it's it's fine. They'll they'll be there's plenty of room, and eventually their funding will run out. Right. You know. So it's it for me. It my my whole thing is that. Every year we keep going, there's less ships in this sea. Yeah. Every year. And it's like, well, we're, we might be the last independent ship left floating. It's true. And if indie games are drawn to that, 
by all means, let's become an indie site. If tech people want to work with us, if they want us, if they want us to review their headsets, because Chris does such in-depth testing, mm-hmm. then let's do that. Like, mm-hmm. but yeah, I agree. I, let's play to our strengths, and I, I do, I, I'm gonna put my blinders back on. But I did want to just, it, it's at times I'm like, okay, enough, enough of not being invited enough of not getting the review copy yeah you know there's this uh (laughs) there's a dead kennedy song called pull my strings uh that i think i'll it 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 fits the vibe of the end of this show i'll I'll play i'll play it at the end of this show okay uh but yeah you'll have to listen Okay. Because I don't, don't want to repeat the lyrics. It's, it's Jello Biafra. I don't know if you ever listened to his stuff. No. He's an interesting, dude. Okay. Uh, but I'll yeah. To it. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of my favorite bands of all time. Punk okay. band. Um, but yeah. Uh, what else do we have? That was that's, a pretty meaty show. That's a huge fucking show, man. Yeah. That's one of the largest shows we've ever had. <laughs> um, Good content, though. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed listening I hope to this. So. I enjoyed the conversation. I did too. I'm glad to have us back in Ohio chatting. Yeah. Um, and listen, this bodes well for 2018 because there's actually Resident Evil 2 news to share. I know. So I'm on cloud nine right now. I mean, do you think there's a chance that we'll get some F-Zero news? I think so. I think Nintendo is opening the vault and bringing out some IPs that maybe. They haven't thought about it. Well, I think that I think that the Metroid strategy is actually sound. I don't think they have to develop an F Zero game in house. I think it would be great if they did, but I feel like the Donkey Kong and Metroid strategy of finding a studio that you trust and handing them the baton mm-hmm. is a good one. I think they could very easily do that with F Zero. I think there's demand for it because it's like you say, like Mario Kart is out and it's a big deal. But F-Zero is a very different type of racing game. Mm-hmm. I don't think those two would cannibalize each other. Well, Greg, being the jerk he is, he poured hand sanitizer out on the floor of the the hotel saying F-Zero was dead. Wow. I know. It was harsh. So I I appreciate the kind words about F-Zero. But it's 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 dark times for us F-Zero fans. Mm. Um. But yeah, I guess we should do our wrap-up talk. If uh, if you need to find us on the internet, yes. go to shacknews.com mm-hmm. or go to shacknews.com slash chatty. And that's our forum. Drop in. Uh, Say hello. There's, there's going to be someone talking about Trump there. Probably someone talking about crypto. Yes. Probably someone talking about Celeste. Grolar Bear and I love to create Dark Souls threads. There have so been a lot those. of Dark Souls threads. But his dead will never die. That that is true. Dark Souls I Switch for- is coming. I look forward to that. I will play that. That'll be that'll be a good time for that too. Yes, uh, that's that's a good time of year for that to come out. Um, yeah, check out our Sea of Thieves content. Uh, we have a bunch of YouTube videos. We also have um, that article that we wrote about our impressions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have another one coming out next week. We have a couple ones that we're working on. Uh, we're going to try to be, we're going to try to cover Sea of Thieves as well as possible. Also, Monster Hunter World guides 
We have a ton of them on the site. Bill and yeah, Sam yeah, have yeah. been cranking on them. Yes, kudos uh, to those guys. Yeah, they they really do solid work there. So they are, I mean, anything you can imagine. Apparently, playing co-op is hard. Really? That's yeah, it's like too bad. Getting people to match into a party is not the easiest. So we wrote a guide. Okay. So if you need to know how to play co-op, we got you covered. Um, outside of that, yeah, go uh, follow us on Twit on Twitter. Yeah. Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Did you dot- say Twitch? Twitch and Twitter. <laughs> okay. Twitch.tv slash Shack News. Twitter.com slash or at Shack News. Mm-hmm. We're on Facebook. I can't tell you if we're going to be on there for long or not. I'm not paying attention. But as of right now. I hear we're on Facebook again. Yeah. That's neat. I'm not going to be there. Right. But you guys, if you're on there, like our like our uh, articles. That'd be nice. Share them. Whatever. No one will see them because of the proprietary algorithm that keeps your posts away from Remember, the Remember, people are objectively choosing. Yeah, right? The best content. How is that even possible? <laughs> How can you objectively do anything that's opinion-based? Yeah. Yeah. That was my question. I don't understand that. There's something fundamental. Thank you for pointing out the fundamental flaw in Mark Zuckerberg's post. Dude, I don't think he knows what objective means. I don't think he understands human interaction. No, I don't think so. He's a horrible person. Yeah. His company's the worst. I haven't hated the company this much in a real long time. ExxonMobil. Oh, yeah. That was the one. I boycotted ExxonMobil after the Valdez. That's how long ago I boycotted ExxonMobil. Wow. I never go there. Yeah. I'll I'll drive five miles away from an ExxonMobil to buy gas from someone else. I also boycotted British Petroleum. Because <laughs> really? that used to be Standard Oil of Ohio. Yeah, 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 yeah. True. So screw those guys. Yeah, okay. So that leaves me Royal Dutch Shell, and I think they've had an oil spill recently. Mm. Chevron, and I think they've had an oil spill. And then, like, where else? Walmart? I go to Getgo. Where the hell's Getgo? It's a it's a giant eagle thing. Oh, okay. You get the fuel every fifty dollars on groceries. You get ten cents off your gallon every gallon of gas. I go to the the Circle K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You know the one on Fulton. Yep. Where the Burger King used to be. Yeah. Gitgo is weird because sometimes, like, if you go to the Giant Eagle on Lincoln Way, the Gitgo is in an adjacent plaza. Okay. But then there's a Gitgo on Whipple that's nowhere close to a Giant Eagle store. You'd think that that there should be synergy there. Like, you go to a Giant yeah. Eagle, you get fuel perks, and you go to the next lot, and you fill up your tank. Not always. That's how Sam's Club is. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I usually go to the Circle K on Fulton. Okay, okay. Um. But yeah, I get gas so rarely because I have an electric vehicle. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, right. This uh, what what was this episode brought to you by we Zelda? Done an unofficial sponsor. Yeah. yeah, Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Shack News, Game of the Year twenty. Let's say the food is a hearty radish cooked properly. Oh, okay, I like it. Yeah, when you get a hearty radish in Breath of the Wild and you cook it properly. Yes. That's the official food of this week's episode. those extra hard containers in your life. That's why I didn't have to... That's why, like, my link build was very minimal. Yeah. You know, and I was like, how the hell did you beat this game already? Dude, hearty radishes. Once I got... And the truffles. Once I got the Master Sword, I was like, I can go win. Yep. I I have the power. Yep. Um, So, yeah, if, you know, while we're on our pedestal, if you're on the internet... 
Yeah. You're sharing information. Yeah. Click the link. Read the article before you share it. It helps you become a more informed reader. Right. More informed share of information. It helps the writer as their Google Analytics will bump up one more page view. Each page view matters. Uh, if you're watching, if you're sharing a video, watch the video. Greg, Greg's doing top tens all the time. Yeah. Uh, there's a top ten that was supposed to go out today, but our website crashed. Just part of it. But uh, yeah, I, today this week sucked. This week sucked. Can I tell you one thing though? Can I tell you one more thing about Breath of the Wild? Yeah, sure. Uh, you don't need the master sword to finish the game, as you know. No, there are great weapons in the castle that are even more powerful than the master sword. I know this because I've been there, and then I left. Yeah, but they break. They do break. You're right. Master sword does not break. I just wanted to remind you and that the I've been master in the sword, castle. When you're around Ganon, it's like it's double power. But these weapons go over 60 power. I just wanted to mention that I have these weapons. I've been in the castle and then I left. That's all. Didn't want to help her. No. Jerk. I knocked on the wall like, Zelda, I'll be back. And then I ran off. I still haven't killed a Lionel. Really? Ever? Ever. Dude, I love fighting those things. My, my, I call it the legend of getting the fuck out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Lionel. Woof, Especially the white Lionels are the toughest. Yeah, I get, I got the hell out of Dodge, man. Dude, I love fighting. I, you need those to upgrade certain types of armor. I didn't upgrade my armor. I told you, my link build was super minimal. No. See, I love, see, I'm just enjoying, <laughs> like, I grind in that game because it doesn't feel like grinding. I know. I know. I, and I, I, my whole thing was... I knew that I was going to come back even after I beat the game. Go upgrade your armor. Yeah. I just, I, I, there's things I want to do. I want to get the trial of the sword done. Find the horse great fairy. Mm-hmm. There's a fifth great fairy. I didn't know that. That resurrects dead horses. I had no idea this was a thing. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> That's true. seriously a thing. That way, if you use the amiibo to get Epona and she dies, you can resurrect her because she's the best horse in the game. I rarely ride a horse. I, do, I don't really either, but like now I want to... Well, I found... I did one that's involved in a quest. I saved Zelda's horse. <laughs> Are you serious? You <laughs> saved her horse? Yeah. You saved her horse? Right. You even, Dude, you she's going to be keep, so happy to have her horse back when she's done like... riding by. She's going to be like, I can't believe it took you 150... Oh, it's my horse. You're the best. That's You're not gonna even going to bring the horse up the to the castle. It's stable. It'll be there when she wants it. Oh my god. He saved the horse already. Sure. Save the horse, not the girl. Right. Oh my god. She'll be happy. That's brownie points, dude. I'm <laughs> saving up brownie points. Oh man. Okay. That's that's a different level of ADD than I have. <laughs> I saved her horse. Yeah. She's holding off pure evil. And I for a hundred years am saving her horse, which she loves. Because that's her pet. Wouldn't you, if you were holding off something for a hundred years and a hero was like, I got Lola, wouldn't you be happy? Question. How on earth is that her horse? It's been a hundred years. Well, it's like, <laughs> okay, you caught me in a white lie. Uh, it's, it's a descendant of the horse that Zelda from Ocarina of Time used. What? So it's, uh, yeah, it is. I'm serious. This is the backstory. This is the backstory. This horse. I'm serious. So it's a family heirloom that breathes air. And they're very happy that I say. So this. basically it would be like Lola's great, 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 great granddaughter. Yes. Okay, I'd be happy. Sure, you would. So I'm doing the right thing. I guess. You screwed up, not me. I saved the horse. I can tell you Zelda was very happy to see me. 
After yeah, I mean after a hundred years. She was happy to see me. Sure. And when we killed I, I shouldn't say anything. Okay. When, when Ganon met his was, end. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Okay. Best ending. Did you get all the memories? No. Okay. I, I told you. There's Do the memories change the ending? I don't know. No. They don't? No. Okay. No. I like the memories. That's why I ask. I think they're pretty good. The memories just kind of fill in stories that make the ending. Yeah, yeah, It yeah. probably makes the ending feel better. I think another person I know that hasn't beaten the game and is kind of like you is Joe Torado. You know, Stay Mighty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he just wants to keep playing it. Yeah. So I understand. I understand where you guys are coming from. But it got to the point where it was just one day I saw those lasers pointing at the castle. And I'm like, I got to save her. I saw them as I rode by on Zelda's horse. <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, David will probably never beat this game. So I'll, I'll beat it. We'll I'll never talk it. about the ending. I'll beat it. It's really good. Um, even Greg beat it. But not other people on the staff countless people left it off their top 10 list and i considered firing them all, them all on site you can't find good help these days you really can't it's hard yeah even on a, even on the boat when we're playing sea of thieves it's tough to find good help so yeah hey you know what you guys should do go on itunes go on google play review our podcast yeah we need, we need to move up the rankings this podcast is the greatest gaming podcast in the history this is it of the last year of shack news alpha and omega of gaming podcasts basically yeah and it's the only one with a cute dog as a co-host yeah she so. she bounced though she is asleep you see her leg peeking out yeah we oh there she is that's hilarious i need a picture of that that's yeah. great yeah that's when that's when you know she's completely out yeah is that her leg is, or she's got her head stuck in the little mickey mouse bed <laughs> So yeah, you guys know where to find us. It's at TechnoSucks. Send me pictures of your animals. Use the hashtag ShackPets. She just woke up. Uh, all complaints, tweet at Greg Burke. She knew we were, we were talking about her. Yeah. She it. also heard Shack Pets and cute pictures. So. That's right. She's like, what, me? She's yes. like, that's kind of my thing. That is my go-to. That was my favorite thing. Uh, in response to people on Twitter who were talking smack about our Sea of Thieves article, I just kept sending pictures of Lola with pirate emojis it's the best way to win an argument i have i have a growing cache of lola pictures for just such an occasion you really do yeah I, i've been i've been pretty liberal with my sending of those to you yeah so yeah go out there guys share our share all of our content on all the areas read it read it watch it listen share yep and also um subscribe to mercury five dollars a month you get access to awesome content like Rocket like Jump. Rocket Jump. And Doom. Stairway to Badass. Stairway to Badass. Because it has a better name now. It's a great name. It's a better name. We should have went with that. Uh, <laughs> I had a moment of hesitation. Never hesitate. I won't hesitate. Gotta take the shot. Looking forward to the next one. We'll talk about it in a future episode. Yeah. But I'm glad that we already got the groundwork ready. Yep. The ball and is rolling. It's a logical conclusion. It's a, it, 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 it makes is. sense. We're going to really round does. it out. Yeah. We're not closing the loop just yet. No, there's not yet. one more after this, but... Got to get Commander Keen. Okay, there's two more. Because <laughs> I haven't done Wolfenstein yet either. No. Or Jazz Jackrabbit. That's epic. I <laughs> know. Okay. Right, that's a whole other can of worms. Yeah. Epic would be... That, that'd be an That'd be epic? That'd be epic. Oh, oh my God. Oh, well, yeah. Yep. But yeah. So yeah. 
if you haven't go look at the water and see the thieves real quick everyone can you you can go look at our video oh yeah okay go look at the water in our video yeah look at the video i'm gonna do that yeah and then uh go out there and do it for shack news
Everybody put your hands together. Is my cock big enough? Is my brain small enough for you to make me a star? Everybody sing it one time. Is my cock big enough? Is my brain small enough for you to make me a star? Shut up and dance, everybody. Is my cock big enough? Is my brain small enough for you to make me a star? Good time playing here tonight. Rock and roll.